This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. In 1876, New York bartender Jerry P. Thomas, who'd become a minor celebrity for his extensive knowledge of cocktails and proto-flair style of drink mixing, published his Bartender's Guide, an encyclopedia of mixed drinks that included the first documented recipe for a brandy, citrus, and simple syrup concoction called The Daisy. A popular late 19th and early 20th century cocktail, by the 1930s, bartenders on either side of the Mexico-U.S. border were substituting tequila for brandy, naming the concoction after the Spanish word for daisy, margarita. And the enduring popularity of the margarita in the U.S. can at least be partially attributed to Larry J. Cano, an Air Force vet who would become a pioneering figure in the sit-down chain restaurant sector. After serving in Korea, Cano took a job as a bartender at a Polynesian restaurant in Encino, California called Bali High, and in 1954, after the owner passed away, he took control of the operation. Kano realized the tiki concept was a fading fad and converted the joint into a full-service sit-down restaurant serving Mexican food, complete with a full bar to sling rocks and frozen margaritas. Kano recognized his inability to execute proper south-of-the-border cuisine, and so he turned his kitchen over to Mexican-American chef Ignacio Nacho Segura, who would stay with the company for decades. While Mexican food has become one of the cuisines most associated with California, in the 1950s it was still largely unfamiliar to white locals. As Cano told the Los Angeles Daily News, many of his customers in the early years, quote, didn't know what a taco was. They called them tacos, end quote. And Chef Segura was instructed to keep things not too spicy for their Caucasian clientele. But Californians and Americans soon learned to love it, and Cano and Segura added three locations within the first half decade of operation, then expanded to 22 by 1976 when the concept was sold to a conglomerate, though Cano would remain as president through the 80s. Aside from the margarita, Cano helped popularize enchiladas, sizzling fajitas, and the informal weekly holiday of Taco Tuesday, as Mexican food has transitioned from an exotic delicacy into comfort fare for everyday Americans. Today, there are 69 locations where they pour the cocktail that's the Spanish word for daisy at the restaurant named for the Spanish word for little bull. This week on Doughboys, El Torito. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Grease Witherspoon, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Grease Withers? Yeah. What? Like Reese Witherspoon, but greasy. No, I know. I get, yeah. No, I mean, fine. Whatever. That was courtesy of Aaron in Atlanta. I like it. It's a, it's a fresh twist. Yeah. We get a lot of, we get a lot of like uh, John Squincy Adams or whatever. Like we get a lot of like those kind of. But how, I just, I just don't know how I relate to Reese Witherspoon. I will tell you, I worked in a movie theater. Actually, I think our guest did too at one point. Um, mm, we'll dig in on that. I, I worked at, I worked at, a, yeah, <laughs> this will be an exciting episode of uh of of time working behind a movie theater counter uh is our guest the projectionist from cinema paradiso <laughs> you will soon find out 
Uh, they played the Reese Witherspoon Illegally Blonde, or was it Legally Blonde 2? Where it was like, perfect day. Like, I remember that song to this day because it was just playing in there. And then American Pie 2 came out, mm. and a bunch of people from my high school came, and I was wearing like a dumb popcorn shirt and looked like a fucking loser. <laughs> I feel like Legally Blonde 1 and American Pie 2 roughly lined up. I think that was All right, about then the it same. Was, then, it, then it maybe it was Legally Blonde 1. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong. I've, I, I'm wrong on things. I whiffed mm. last week. I made a big, I made a big error in, in the claiming a song was from the Final Fantasy soundtrack. It was, in fact, from Secret of Mana. I know. You, I know. People tweeted at us. I look like quite the fool. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, but anyway, RoastSpoonMan at gmail.com. If you have an insult, you'd like videos on Mitch at the top of the show. Mitch, hell on earth right now. Wildfires are raging. That's right. One bearing down on your side of town. One bearing down on my side of town. It's it's the entire city of Malibu, which is just north of where uh, where Natalie and I live, has been evacuated. It's crazy. You and I, if the fires come close, you and I will will lay out in the street. In a way to be cooked alive. Uh, Howdy ho to Spoon Nation. You know what? I am embarrassed, even though it's a close friend. I'm embarrassed to do that in front of my friend. <laughs> All right, here's a drop. I always thought you loved hot salad. No, I don't love... Who likes hot salad? It's disgusting. <laughs> you, you're trying to say I'm weird. Drop you like it. hot salad. Drop you like it. hot salad. Drop you like it. hot salad. Put your salad in the microwave. Drop you like it. hot salad. Drop you like it. hot salad. Drop you like it. hot salad. No one likes a hot salad. Drop you like it. hot salad. Drop you like it. hot salad. Drop you like it. hot salad. I've seen you bite into a salad though. Ha, 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 too cold. <laughs> that was well done. That was very well done. Who the hell was it? Oh, here it is. John Burton. Hey, Mitch, got a drop for you. Spoon Nation forever. John. Thanks, John. It was good. Yeah, it was really good. He did a good job. What can I say? And you know, by the way, now I love hot salad because all the money we make from those hot salad t-shirts, baby. (laughs) Is it a big seller? Hot salad moves merch. (laughs) It weirdly is. We'd sell a lot of the hot salad shirts for some reason. Anyways, Nick, let's get to our guest. Oh, man. Our guest is a good one. He was actually the guest on our second ever episode. Uh, and this is uh, uh, it's been a while since we've had him back, but we're, we're glad to have him. A writer whose credits include Jimmy Kimmel Live and Funny or Die, and he's also the host of the podcast Struggle Session, as well as Jack AM on Twitch. Jack Allison is back. Hi there. Uh, you really blew the uh, uh, the spoiler that I wasn't the Cinema Paradiso guy <laughs> that I was the second ever guest on this show. Uh, but thank you for having me back. Uh, um, it's, it's good to be back here, guys. Jackie Jackie Boy was my old roommate. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good man. I miss him here at the house. I yeah. feel like I'd feel, because this is something I haven't experienced. I've moved out of a place and then gone back to that place while my old roommate's still living there. What's yeah. that like? Wow. Um, you know, it's a little like going back to high school. Okay. I feel like a loser. <laughs> I feel like I'm like too old to be hanging out with all these kids uh, uh, back here, and I should have moved on with my life. Right. Uh, it's especially strange to be coming back here because... You know, as I've mentioned before, Mitch replaced me with the two cats. That's uh, true. Uh, and I'm allergic to cats. Yeah. So right. it's, a, it's a whole different experience to be back here and feel itchy and have my asthma just be getting worse <laughs> yeah. uh, by the minute. <laughs> it's interesting to be in a place that used to be home to me, but now feels as though it's trying to kill me. The right. air in here is trying to kill me. It is. It's funny because uh, we had Ike Barinholtz on. Yes. Uh, and he had a cat allergy. Nick, your guest, you, you should have checked with him if he was allergic to cats. 
It was Yusong's fault. Wow. Oh, I take. Uh, uh, you know what they told me? Yusong is, uh, is staring straight ahead. Like, everyone's like, you should take Yusong's side. So I stand with Yusong. Oh, wow. Okay. That's what everyone told me. I'm like, what are the Doughboys in jokes that will make everybody in the Earwolf subreddit finally like me? And they were like, side with Yusong. So I'm like, I- I'm with Yusong on this one. It's not Yusong's fault. Hopefully the guys on the subreddit like that. I think also maybe another angle you could take that would be on brand is you should yeah. push for uh, Emma and Yusung to unionize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, you know what? Why not? They should unionize. But the Earwolf subreddit won't like that. No, they won't. I'm like here that. to repair my name and make inroads with the folks over at the Earwolf subreddit who I want to finally like me. Uh, who, what was the issue there? Did you shit talk Slainer? What happened? <laughs> well, I don't know. What's Slainer? I don't know what Slainer Slainer's is. the moderator Jesus. over there. <laughs> we met I don't Slainer. know. I don't know. I think that there's, you know, uh, uh, I like the Slainer. folks over there i like the folks over there i think i've maybe said occasionally things about the comedians that they most love in their lives right. and hold most dear <laughs> to their hearts uh uh but you know uh, uh i'm here to say that i'm a normal guy and i'm nice and funny mm-hmm. and i'm here on the doughboy show and you guys can like me just as much as you like gabrus or susser or any of the rest <laughs> of the fat guys <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Yes. Jack is a good man. I love Jack. A very yeah. good man. He says some stuff that maybe I don't agree with, but he's right about 90% of the I'm time. I'm right about a lot of stuff. And you know what? It's like, it's just like the way the website's designed. Twitter's designed. You only get people looking at stuff if you're getting everybody all pissed off. Sure. It's true. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the design of the website or whatever. I'm only yeah. using the website the way it's supposed to be used. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, everybody. Like, you have to, you know... You have to use the website properly. That's uh, all I'm doing. You're Jack's, a bomb thrower. Jack speaks truths that we need. A lot of the time. Sometimes I do fuck up. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, uh, Jack, well, Jack has gotten, I told you this, that I, I, re, I just said this, this just this morning, but I, 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 this is extreme, but I think anyone who doesn't believe in global warming should be dragged out into the street and... And beaten. <laughs> and beaten up. He, I don't know about believes in global warming. Sure. But I do think perhaps the people that are like owning and like the running the companies and stuff like that, that are the only people contributing. I think that maybe dragging them out of their houses and beating them up is more effective than by buying like the smart home device with the right. thermostat. You know what I mean? I, I actually do think that would be more effective than like everybody make sure like to turn the lights off at night or whatever yeah. they yes. tell us to do. Using your carbon offsets app yes. for your yeah. hybrid car. Yeah, I do think that would be more useful. I yeah. yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Because that is the that Agreed. is the whole thing. That's this the the stat that gets that keeps getting circulated. And thank, I'm glad that it keeps getting circulated. Yeah. It's getting into people's head. But you know, like half of all. I actually don't know if it's half or seventy percent. I think it's like seventy percent. It's high. Like one hundred companies. One hundred corporations yeah. are responsible so for. So it's like you know, get rid of them. You know? <laughs> right. We should maybe beat those people up. I think maybe if it's a hundred people that you got to beat up to maybe stop the whole thing from happening, right. that'd be great. I don't know. Watch right. your back, CEO of Chevron. <laughs> I bet they listen. I bet yeah. they listen. <laughs> it will suck when the CEO of Chevron kicks the shit out of me. <laughs> I when we go to this is going to hurt for your guys' ad reads for Chevron. That's true. <laughs> Headgum is not going to be happy with you guys. Yeah. For shit talk Chevron. <laughs> we mostly uh, we're mostly reading ads for oil and gas companies. <laughs> seventy like seventy year old men can be tough. Yeah, I know Jake and Amir true. have been in with the oil guys for a very long time. <laughs> okay, don't go after Jake and Amir. I'm that's not a, going after them. That's, that's, that's a, a bridge, bridge too far. far. <laughs> should, should never say an ill word about Jake and Amir. They're great guys. I don't know anything about these two fellows. They are great guys. Uh, I remember when my dad was like old. Actually, even when my dad had cancer, and like we would like 
jokingly play fight, and he would still like beat. He could still beat the shit out of me, even when he was sick. And, and, and yeah. old old man, old, I, old man strength is a real phenomenon. You get old, the other thing. It's I also mean, weak young man strength. Yeah. it's a real phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's actually the thing of like. A, there's a big generational gap between like. I do feel like maybe baby boomers are when people started to get weak. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like our current generation and I think maybe maybe millennials are the generation what's the generation after millennials? Generation Z. Z. Generation Z. I feel like maybe Generation Z is a little bit more conscious of like, you know, that the world is is Ending. falling apart yeah. and maybe they're like taking a little better good care of themselves. But I feel like like Gen X and, and millennials got a little soft. We are a soft generation and you yeah. know what I you know, we we've all read this article and I yeah. hate, you know, we're supposed to be talking about a you know a, a restaurant here, but there's that article that our doesn't work as good either like this as the generation this yeah. is like it's like we're not as uh, uh, fertile we're not as, as our like previous generations and so i'm like i think that we are maybe just like <laughs> physically become like you know gender's on a spectrum anyway you know right. what i mean but like you know i think that we are becoming less you know men just uh, uh in right. general uh, I, I i i believe in that i i uh yeah, generationally we are not as much uh hardy or something yeah Monthly, I'll check up on my. I hope the earwolf guys like. <laughs> <laughs> Monthly, I'll check up on my uh, on my ejaculate and. You do, oh, Jesus Christ! Do you get a count check every up month? on it? I have a little jewelers. What are the jewelers? <laughs> jewelers loop. <laughs> and I don't see any swimmers in there. Yeah, yeah, my loads are just clear these days. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, you and everyone else of our Same generation. Too. Anyway, we're, we are a soft generation. We are a soft generation. Right. So, yeah, you, you do worry that, like, in some sort of generational thing, that, like, you know, some 70-year-old retired Marine might just, like, beat the living shit out of you. Yeah. Easily. No question. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I got to say this. Yes. Because uh, I, I feel like there's a lot of... Political uh, Nick, you work on a political comedy show. It's yeah. in, it's funny. I'm not. This is our first episode since the election results. That's true. Yes, uh, uh, I I I think that South Park is one of the places that does that that is that is doing like isn't specifically political, but is still doing like 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 they're they're kind of they mix it together well or whatever. I, I did, have you watched well, all the season? The joke. No? I'm not I'm not up to speed on on South Park, and I think you know I, I think there are times when maybe it's it's political takes are a little too both sidesy for issues that are maybe sure. more one sided. But I do think here's what I love about South Park is that it's funny. It's like the fu- it's yeah. like yeah. such a funny show, and the jokes come first. And I feel like that keeps it from being preachy, which you see on on some. You South know, Park can be preachy, but it can but, be preachy. You know, I, I I I still think yes. I think that you're right. Like it still does come at like what is the like funniest structure of an episode right. for this week, and it's uh, not—it's not a political show first yeah. and foremost. But but this well, also it doesn't feel like I mean whatever. Like every all these political shows like are way too like like educational shows or right. something like yeah. that. It's too much. Just like do you know how like the electoral like college works and like just a dry explanation of how it works? I'm like I didn't I don't like tune in for like middle school class. You know what I mean? It's like these shows are a little too like like if like now this or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the, the the South Park episode well in every in in this season have you watched Jack or no I haven't caught up all the way I watched like I actually watched the first three today yeah and I like then you then you then you I like the 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 Mr Hanky episode the one which was the one the second one that was not that good uh, uh, the priest one was only like okay it was Mitch's not like yeah. face best. went like so completely blank because he could not understand the concept of a South Park episode not being good <laughs> <laughs> I mean that one was okay I did like I mean I I love these guys and it's like you know. I do think that they, I do want them to go on and do other stuff at this point. I'm starting to feel like I'm worried that the show will be bad soon. I, I, I think the show was awesome this season. I was I, all I want to say is that ne- they've now incorporated into the show that there's school shootings every right. 
day, like every episode, they're like a That's school shooting. I, like and it I, just happens every episode. And I didn't see this. I didn't see this episode yet, but I understand that the newest one is them being like we were wrong about global warming, right? <laughs> which it, is it kind is, of interesting. It is. Uh, That's, uh, I, that's the one I haven't. I wasn't trying to spoil yeah. for you the other, the other night, but you should watch it. It's I haven't good. watched it yet. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, this is the on South Park. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is now our very general South Park recap. <laughs> it's I a good show, Nick. Fake, I, I know it's a good show. I like it. I'm not up to speed on it, but I know, I'm not up to speed on a lot of things. Um, but I uh, should be a voice on South Park. The new the cart the new cart the new Cartman. <laughs> <laughs> well, you lose work. some weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, shut up, Jack. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> um, Jack, do you have an, as a man who has a, as a leftist podcast, is very politically active on social media and in, and in real life, you talk the talk, you walk the walk, rather. Um, yeah, you, 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 sure. you know, you're very, uh, uh, very much a participant in democracy. Um, do you have a, uh, do you have any takes on the election results? Or- you know, uh, do I have takes on the election results? I, I ultimately am like, I don't really, <laughs> I don't see the like big upside in like feeling too exuberant about sure. these election results right. to begin with. Uh, uh, and I do think that there's a little bit of sort of like silly, like, come on, everybody, like, don't feel bad about anything with these election results. Right. Uh, uh, it is, of course, good that the Democrats took the House. Uh, uh, all we have to, uh, um, all we have to worry about now is the Democrats like being effective. Sure. So I'm like, okay, well. Uh, uh, They've always been so effective in the past that uh, I'm sure they will this time. Uh, um, and I don't know, like, uh, uh, I, I, a lot of local shit. Like, I'm like, right. I look at the California election and it's like, yes, there are, like, not a lot of Republicans that won, but, right. like, also there's not a lot of good, like, progressive policy that got through. Like, yeah, uh, the ballot measures, which, you know, it's, it's always hard for a ballot yeah. measure to win, but some of the ones, like, Prop 10 in particular, the Bummer. rent control measure yeah. lost decisively after a, a yeah, and, I mean, honestly, that, I mean, yes, that was, like, straight up disinformation campaign. They got outspent, like, 10 to one mm-hmm. and with ads that basically were using like less on yes on 10 like lingo like it was right. just like no on 10 because it like protects renters like yeah. it's just uh, uh i don't know it is it so ultimately i'm like i feel a little disappointed by the results and i also think that it's like worth saying like this is not a blue wave even though like everyone wants to feel super happy about it it's like i think maybe being realistic about like that this is this was a good election. They got the House, but it was also against like a president who has the lowest approval ratings of like any president at a midterm election. Right, so but I'm also like a booming economy. So that's yes. worth sure. Noting. That is true. That's true. another caveat. They also picked up senators too. That's true. So, you know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. I don't know. This was a. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not like uh, it could have gone worse. It absolutely could have gone worse. But right. uh, I'm not like uh, everything. The day is saved, everybody. Let's go back to brunch. It you is know, like you no. Know, was, no, was a big fuck up. What's that? That daylight savings decision. What ha- wait, what, I thought that was which way did it get it decided? Passed. It went, it, yes. it ended up passing. Okay. I voted against it. I don't want I like daylight savings. So th- this initiative oh, wait, this was this was prop 7 and mm-hmm. and this is I think part of the issue with this proposition as worded. It is proposition proposition 7 here in California was to authorize the legislature. It's not it's not a binding uh, a, a bill, but it's basically letting giving the legislature permission or authorization to make daylight saving time year round. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I think a lot of people were like, I don't like daylight saving time, <laughs> so I'm voting yet. Like I'm voting yes. Like it, it, the way it was worded, it was confusing as to right. whether you were what, what what a yes vote actually yeah. meant. I like falling back. You I like falling good. back. You like the fact that there's a time change. I like I like to fall back. So you like the like you're you're, you're happy to have half a year where it's a terrible all the time. Every day you have to wake up earlier just because there's a time when you like get to wake up a little later for well, like a week. It gives you like for for, for, for from what I understand. 
the it, if if this passed, it would be when we spring ahead. That would be the normal time. That would be right? the normal time the entire year, forever. No, I, I, no, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Make, That's make, just the forever time. It doesn't matter which one is make which. Make the days make it darker out. Look, the world is already. You want it to go the other way. You want it to be the I fall wanted, back. I, I want it to be fall back forever. God damn! Like you can't like. Uh, uh, so this is why we can't get anything good. You know, the perfect is the enemy of the good, Mitch. The perfect is the enemy of the good here. <laughs> well, it passed it with like 80%. Uh, but uh, but the 80%, 80% of people voted yes, I think, on it. Right. but so I, I like the fall. I like it darker. But you yeah, don't even okay. like the time changing to daylight saving time. You no. Wish it, you want it to be. So you want it to be like the, the early time. When it gets dark at 4 p.m., you want it to stay like that all year round. <laughs> yeah, Why do you yeah. like the darkness so much? Like, what are you, Bane? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you live? Why do you dwell within the darkness so much, Mitch? <laughs> I like the darkness. It's not The sun is too hot. Soon we'll get, we're going to have to change it so that we are on a night schedule out here I anyway. Think, I think mm, we should that might do, happen. We should just always do a fall back. We should be. We should just always go back one every just twice a year. Just every twice a year. I, li- I like that idea. I think that's more. That's fun to me. Eventually, like two a.m. is like high noon because yeah. that's how far we've gone. So wait, but you're saying because because I know you're someone who sleeps in, and I'm not going to say you sleep in a, a ridiculous amount of time, but you're, you get up in the mid morning. What the fuck? Okay, sure. Yeah. So you're talking yeah, about man your, in your 30s who gets up at 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> but you're talking about like maybe I woke having, up at 10 a.m. today for okay, your information. That's 10 impressive. So you're talking about having like <laughs> six hours of daylight a day year round. Like that's what you want to be exposed to, and most yes. of that time is spent indoors. You just hate the sun. Yeah, the sun sucks shit. Why don't you get better curtains and everybody else can have the time they like? Or maybe I block out the fucking sun like Mr. Burns. <laughs> <laughs> What, you like sun? The yeah, I sun, like the sun. The sun is causing a shitload of problems, it's Nick. True. Well, I don't think the sun is the central yeah, issue. No. The sun, if it weren't for the sun, we would be able to have as many factories as we like. <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't for the sun coming through the ozone, yeah. what we need to do is get rid of the sun. Yeah. We, have, we should get rid of the sun. Boy, what's a, a global warming like on Tatooine with those two suns <laughs> and all those moisture vaporators? <laughs> They probably All figured right. they probably figured something out. Yeah, well, that's what the moisture you, vaporizers are for. You, you know, you know, you know what I have recently. I think, I think Rogue One is the best. I've said this in the podcast yes. before. I think Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie. And I actually think that it's not a bad the best movie. Wait, the best Star Wars, Star Wars movie? movie of the Disney's. Relax. <laughs> I like. I, I, I wipe a huge amount of flop sweat off my forehead. <laughs> you really need that caveat in there because saying best Disney movie sounds insane. Best Disney Star Wars. Best movie. Disney Star Rogue Wars movie. One. That's a defensible position. I think it's yeah. a fun little story. I actually I enjoy I, it. I like Rogue One. You excited I, about Rogue One too on Disney Plus coming out? Oh boy! The, they're doing Rogue One spinoff on the Disney Plus streaming service. Could oh, be all right. Spoiler alert for Rogue One coming right now all right here we go you, your time is up everyone dies in the movie right so how do you make a spin-off of the movie what it's do you a prequel it's rogue point five. Oh god really what did you think they were gonna have like a space ghost situation I like know. like space ghost, like space ghost? ghost? <laughs> it was gonna be a talk <laughs> show <Zorak>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. um force ghost i guess oh force ghost there you go no i they, i think they will just be like that guy going on r- a covert r- spy mission sure i mean know, they didn't the know they, 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 that could be fun so it's just the one guy i mean they didn't know each other that's the other thing too is like the like rogue one they all meet each other in the movie so. yes i don't think Jin urso is involved i think it's all the 
That's the only character's name I remember from that movie. <laughs> What's the one? That, okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> can you name any characters from Rogue One? Very good question. All right, what Jim, was the name Jim of Erso the, is is one I can name. I didn't even remember the robot. Yeah, I used to know his that. name is like C three P. No, no, it's not, like not C three P. Yeah, is it R two D two? Oh, is it? Is it like? Oh no, uh, that's L three three seven from oh, Solo. God, I hate Leet. dog shit. Leet, yeah, horrible. Dog Leet. Shit. horrible. That sucks. Bad, very bad. Very joke bad. from joke from two thousand one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, here's my other hot take. You know who's? Well, know what's the second best Disney Star Wars movie? Solo is number two. That's ridiculous. I mean, three Force Awakens, four. The last You're just getting into really insane. murky territory, insane. even going past Rogue insane One. Takes. I just can't even like handle it past Rogue One. <laughs> I won't rank them. I refuse to rank them after that one. All right, here's what we're going to do, Mitch. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a contest out there. Um, hashtag uh, a Rogue One character contest. <laughs> and whoever can name the most Rogue One characters without... Go, resorting to Wikipedia. Don't this cheat. is on the honor system. We're, Don't we're holding you to this. On the top of your heads, on <laughs> the top of your tell. heads, you will receive this Los Angeles Lakers uh, gift bag. Wow! That Mitch, you got when you attended a game, and you don't want it because you're a Celtics fan. That's right. A Los Los, An- Los Angeles Lakers kind of what the fuck is that? A little. It's a really a, shitty back. It's actually not that bad. I kept one. I'm going to give it to Max Mayer, but it has a zipper, so it has like two it. ways. You know, it's like it's got the drawstring, but okay. you can also open it as a you know sort of backpack with a zipper so. so it's like a drawstring uh yeah drawstring backpack we'll take a pic of this and put this up on social media so you know what the stakes are but uh pre- pretty exciting opportunity wow. for you wow, rogue yeah. one heads out there wow you get to win some of my trash <laughs> <laughs> nick what else will we put in there we can put it what else on this table we'll, we'll put in a little piece of paper towel from the paper towel roll yeah we'll put in one of your uh your cactus paper towels <laughs> and wow. um let's see uh and we'll throw in I mean, you could throw in your, you're not going to part with it. I won't even say it. No, I'm not going to toss in the Captain Phasma doll. You know what we should throw? We, what do you even like? Why you don't not? like the movie. You hate both movies. You know, you know, know what we should, we know what we should give them? Solo is better. <laughs> you know what we should give them? The the uh, the kosher jerky that we never ate for uh, October blessed. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll send it. We'll throw that kosher jerky. We'll send in there. you that kosher jerky. If you can name the maybe one is named Galen. Galen. That oh, sounds I think that right. Sounds right. Like that, yeah, like Galen. Is there a C in the guy? It's, I feel like there is C, a C in. It might be. Yeah, I think it's like maybe is C three PO ish. Like yeah, if it's like, well, let, let's I not, don't know. We'll find out when the when the fans <laughs> chime in. <laughs> um, and by the way, yes. Ryan Johnson, you can't do it, okay? <laughs> Your band, Johnson. Hey, you know, I know you like to get into Twitter replies, but. <laughs> Um, Jack, uh, an L.A. local, yes. a, a native of, of, of the city of Angels. Angelino, yeah. Angelino. Wow. Um, what do you, uh, and, and this is this is territory I know we've covered with you before, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always curious about people who grew up here, what their favorite L.A. eats are, both in terms of types of cuisine and any, spe- any places specific to the city that you would say, anyone visiting L.A., check these spots out. God, it's really tough, actually. That is a very tough question at this point, because right. I'm, like, I'm like, I don't know what even... Like what type? Like is it? Are we talking about like you should go to a fancy restaurant or you know you're sort of a lot of the nice ones like a lot of the places that like I held dear to my heart as like Valley institutions are yes. now like Sharkies and shit right. like that. Yeah. So uh, uh, except, except you know I think I went to one a Valley institution with you for the first. I Which think one's it, that? I think I went to Chili John's with you for the first. Oh, Chili time. John's is great. People should go to Chili John's. Chili John's is really nice. It's a chili uh, restaurant up there in Burbank. They you know that's open like. 
150 days out of the year, maybe. Like something it's, like that. They're like not a, open that many days yeah. of the year. And they close at like 1 p.m. or yeah. something. They get yeah. crazy hours. And also, like, it, it, like it's the a time of year where it's like it's like opening like the hottest part of the summer. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think what else. I mean, like, you know, there's like, I, I, I always say like Zanku. I do like Zanku yeah. a whole lot. And Zanku it's like an LA specific one. Yeah. Zanku is a, 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 a Mediterranean. I think it's Armenian. Armenian chicken place yeah. out yeah. here. What is the, uh, so so what is murderer, your Zanku the order? The murderer. There are, yeah. there are the Zanku murderer murders. There. Yes. Yeah. There, the, we've, ne- we've never talked about it on the show, but yeah, there was, there was a big Family murder. Never talked about that on the show. We never, we never, we never got into detail about it. We never, okay, we no. never reviewed. It's the really restaurant. more of one of the murder podcasts. It's yeah. more like one where you would like <laughs> kind of be like fun and cute about it while talking about it. <laughs> I'm sorry to the people on the Earwolf subreddit. I shouldn't make fun of whatever show. I don't even know what fucking show I'm I, making fun of. I know this genre exists. Yeah, that's all. I think it's fair to to make fun. My mom watches murder. She goes to bed watching. Yeah. You know, all these shows, ID and everything, they had the, like, they had at least pretended to act like this is serious. Right. Like, now all these podcasts are very, like, and then he, like, fucking hammered her head. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a mood or whatever. (laughs) Like... My my godmother and my mom watched that a lot, and my godmother was like, "I think I could kill someone." She thinks that she. Could kill <laughs> wow. Wait. So wait. Hold on. You're, she you're, was saying this at a Thanksgiving, I think, last year. Like sincerely, like she thinks she could get She's away. She's like, with I it? think I could get away with it if I drove somewhere and stabbed someone. I think I could do it. Man, that's because the thing I always hear is like, uh, is, her son Neil. Hello, Neil. Watches <laughs> listens to the podcast. <laughs> He's owner of Fat Cat. Wow, oh. Neil, Neil, congrats, Neil. Here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jack knows yeah. Neil. Yeah, your mom has a very dark side. You're now learning. About. <laughs> no, he knew about it. He was. He made fun of her. That's bananas. Yeah. Um, hey, and not 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 to not to stereotype by gender, but I know that these uh, these murder podcasts, these uh, these true crime shows have a mm. have a strong female demographic. I'm curious, our engineer. Nick, what are you trying to say? I'm curious of our engineer Nick, Emma. What is, are you? Tr- what this is, is the- what I'm saying? I'm curious of our engineer Emma. Is at all interested? Yeah. Are you someone yeah. who's into the true crime stuff? Oh yeah. What what about it is fascinating to you? I don't know. I I don't know what's so fascinating. I think it's just like I have a fascination with like serial killers in general. Okay. Just, mm. I find that people who think that way like fascinating. Right. So maybe it's that. I also think women feel like they're gonna get murdered a lot more than men. Yep. So I think we just sure. wanna know how it happens. I think that that yeah. makes sense. Fair. My wife is really into all those shows. She's very into what is it, like a last podcast on the left is mm-hmm. what she'll listen mm. to. Uh uh. And yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I think you're right about that, that there is like more of a fascination with death because, you know, maybe when every time you like get out of your car, you're like, I'll like uh, maybe die right yeah, now. Yeah, like running with your keys between your fingers. You want to know if you right. can actually defend yourself with that or not. Mm. And every, those shows might provide some insight. Maybe. Every night I go to sleep, I feel like I might die in my sleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's why you listen to those cutesy shows about sleep apnea. <laughs> sleep apnea shows were <laughs> done in the same way of an ID show. <laughs> He went to bed. I'm, I'm choking to death on my up. thumb, on my on my tongue here, and I'm like, that's a mood. <laughs> um, right. So uh, yeah, but the, the Zanku murders were were insane. Uh, it was uh, it was I think the heir to the Zanku Empire. I, I want, me, his I want, to, give, want me to give the breakdown. If of you know the breakdown, please do. Uh, he tried the Zanku chicken. It was so good. It sent him into a murderous <laughs> rage. <laughs> Why can't I make chicken this good? 
I think it was a business thing. It was, it was yeah. yeah. And he killed he killed family members. It's, it was it's his a mother-in-law, right, or something like that. That's that my mother? understanding. Yeah, he yeah. killed he killed possibly his parents and a sibling or some some yeah. combination of of Emma's looking at family up. relatives. Yeah. It's on her homepage because she loves this sort of thing. What the hell? Like list of every murder and murders yet to come. <laughs> um, Jack, do you have while we're, while we're waiting on on closure on that? Do you have a a go to order at the Zanku when you get? When yeah, you go I, I like to get. I mean, it's a it's a massive plate, but I do right. like the uh, uh, the chicken tarna yeah. plate. It's like it's yeah. really good. That yeah. is great. They they got the chicken roasted on the spit. Yep. It's, it's it's really well seasoned. You, they carve it off for you. Yeah. You are right that that is a massive plate. Now, like, it's, it's massive. like oh yeah, and like it's it's a a like it like puts me back. Like every time I have it, like you will like like be laying on the couch for the rest of the right. day because it is like it's a full. Like order a full bowl of like tahini sauce yes. and of hummus, shitload of garlic, and of course all the beets that you definitely eat. Right. You eat all the beets <laughs> and peppers. Oh, and shit. That, you that, eat that every time. That <laughs> beet tomato salad is the reason. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Weird fucking chopped up tomatoes. The salad is the salad is such with shit. No dressing. But I'll say I'll, I'll say this. Yeah, vinegar. Uh, uh, yeah, beets soaked in vinegar. I'll say that I'll say that the beets I will put in. Sometimes I'll put them in the in a piece of pita with the chicken and stuff. Right. Okay. And I'll sometimes eat the hot peppers, but the rest of it is the tomato and like shitty lettuce. Just a little bit so of wet weird. lettuce. It's odd. Do you know who gets Zanku a bunch? Who's that? Bug Mane. I went in there with mm, him recently. Fuck. The the lady behind the counter knew what he wanted. She didn't even. Yeah. She started making it when she saw him. Yeah. Bug Mane oh. loves Zanku. We did, I did, I did an SNL Zanku live. A little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> he can only eat at places where the owner is a murderer. <laughs> Do you know that the the murder house is right near here? The one that was based on uh, the one that American Horror Story and a bunch of other things are based on, where right uh, just a block or so away. Wow, where yeah. was it? A dentist. I, I I've never told you this story. He he he. Uh, it was like near Christmas, and then he he started hitting his wife with a hammer, and then oh the daughter God. came in and he hit her, and then he drank. He literally drank acid. Like that sounds like a fake murder oh. story, but he really God. did. And and uh. They left the Christmas tree and the presents up in the house forever, and so like wow. oh yeah, it's it's wild. I've been up there. I've looked in the window too. Yeah, well, I think so we, I think we went there? together. They took the Christmas tree down, and now it's it's fe- and now there's is a big fence around it. But the, I went up there and looked, and there was like a magazine from 1950. It happened. They just in, left the house because somebody like bought it afterwards. Right. So forever there was just like all the stuff just still set up in there. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Say on nights like these, you can still hear the family <laughs> wailing. <laughs> <laughs> and the drill of a dentist's <laughs> tool. <laughs> dentist he, did, the, he didn't use in the murder, but you can hear the dentist drill. Well, he was a dentist. It's his, you know. For a dentist murder, it was very not dentist specific. <laughs> yeah. Like, he could have had any profession. Yeah. It would have been a little bit more poetic if he was like a carpenter or something. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I can understand the hammer. What do you, you want him to pull teeth out or something? What do you want him to do? I don't want him to do any of that. Yeah. I think he should okay. not have murdered his family. I'm going to come out hard against <laughs> this dentist killing his family 50 years ago. I'm pretty sure you're going to leave here and go right up to that house after the podcast and <laughs> sit in there. <laughs> Die of autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> this family's dust-covered Christmas presents. Um, yeah, I, 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 I really like Zanku chicken. They've got really good uh, the the beef they got there too. With or, or it's a it's a beef and lamb gyro, right? Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, yeah. That, that's like yeah. the the, uh, the 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 well, it's not tarna. What do they call the that the the tarna counterpart? Um, oh, uh, uh, shawarma. 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 The, the, the no. shawarma ones. Shawarma is really good. Yeah. And then they've also, and also too, I'll just get like a half chicken from there and slather really it in that good. garlic sauce. Yeah. It's just so great. And I'll tell you what, 
the the uh, uh, just the kebabs are very good. I don't get but they the take twenty minutes. They take too. They long. take twenty minutes. Yeah, you have to be ready. To, you have to settle in if you're going to get the kebab. But I'm it's really good. I'm into that. They've got the rotisserie going, or they got the spit yeah. going, and they can just carve it off to you and hand it right over to you yeah. over the counter. That that's what I'm into. Um, I could tell more Jack places right off the top of my. I oh, mean, please do. I would. Well, you like pie and burger. Yeah, pie and burger is really good. Oh, apple pan. I like apple pan. Apple you like a lot. Good. Apple pan yeah. is fantastic. Apple pan's really you good. Even like paquito moss, don't you? I mean, yeah, but is that like I'm like going to be like if someone's coming to LA I'd be like you gotta get to Paquito Moss like if anybody asked me if they were coming to LA I'd be like ask somebody else I don't want to deal with it <laughs> like uh, there's other people that like rem- ask Mitch he knows all the places I like I, I mean Paquito Moss is even maybe a place like if it was a low like quiet day I maybe would just go to I mean you'd also maybe if you want to say animal go to animal, animal. animal's really yeah. good John and Vinny's yeah. I mean you know what you are you looking to spend? I mean, what's your price range? Is it Paquito Moss or is it Animal? I mean, you know, <laughs> give me a little true. more to work with here. <laughs> there, there is a lot of like, though. I think there's a lot of 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 hole in the wall esque fare. I mean, like Apple Pan is kind of in that price category. Yeah. It's a little. Yeah. It's, it's not that it's cheap, but it's like affordable. And LA is, is good for burgers. I think LA has a nice tradition uh, of burgers and doing burgers pretty well. A yeah. lot of great burgers, and I yeah. think the you know like a lot of the the sort of roadside burger stand turned into the the fast food car culture that yeah. that a lot that. It's all over America now, you yeah. know, and and look, and so many of those burger places that became nationwide institutions started out here. Your McDonald's, mm-hmm. your Carl's Juniors. Yeah, so uh, if someone was coming to LA, I'd be like, you should get the McDonald's. How about that? <laughs> How about you want something that's from LA? Have yourself a bite of McDonald's. <laughs> you know what, Nick? Yeah, I took Jack, to the, which was just recently rated uh, TripAdvisor's number one rated pizzeria, Pizzeria Regina. Oh yeah. <laughs> my God. I took Jack. Jack to pe- rolled his eyes. I took Jack to Pizzeria Regina. We had it. We it's had like, a- it's good. It is good. It is good. I'm not going to set you off and say it's like like I want Megan. Uh, Maddie's wife was like uh, Megan. Megan Murphy Ma- was Megan like. Murphy. She was like it's like Sabaros, and I think that you are still furious about that. I, I got I got so mad at that when she said it was like Sabaro. Yeah. It, 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 it really truly infuriated. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Sabaro. It's not necessarily a restaurant, for example, that I would bring up every day of my life. Sure, <laughs> I would maybe mention every day, but uh, but you know, it has a place, special place in your heart. I, I don't have much else to talk about on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, what what is it about like? Get, get, Help us understand what is it about Pizzeria Regina that you find just so like from a pizza standpoint? What do they do so well? Jack has visited Quincy multiple times. It's good. It's true. They, they have a good, a nice sauce. It's a it's a brick uh, brick oven pizza. I, I I don't know. It's good. It's just a good. It's also that he went there when he was like a teenager, right? Yeah, and has memories of like a time when he was happy, like we all do. Like <laughs> everyone's like, I remember when I was happy. It's like it just happens to be like when you were like fifteen years old, right? Like, yeah, didn't have to worry like, about all these. Didn't have like money and shit. Like, oh, what I like about Pizzeria Regina is I didn't have bills. Like when I eat there, like uh... did you go to the original one in the North End? Of course, yeah, of course. And, and, <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's great. I didn't have to worry about all these pubes in my pants. And- <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, the pressures of adulthood. <laughs> um, do you, uh, so let, let's uh, let's let's change topics real quick. Uh, another place that originated out here mm, in SoCal, right. and I, and your favorite, one of your favorite restaurants, Jack. I, Mitch, I know your favorite restaurant, and the restaurant we visited, though only for breakfast uh, uh, on your on your original Doughboys episode, yeah, Taco wow. Bell. Sure, lots of de- lots has developed in Taco Bell in the in the two plus years. Hey, since you know you've been what's funny, Jack? True, is that wow? This is his first time back on. on well, the I, I did the Al Gore one. We he did came the, on. Like, yeah. I came on for a double. You know, it's we were a well. very controversial double. They didn't 
like that one on the they didn't like one. An, they didn't like an inconvenient <laughs> sequel. They didn't like the inconvenient <laughs> sequel episode that we did. Wow. I think you should go on back and re-listen to it. Oh, we made fun of Al Gore, which which South Park does do. But like, like I he, still think Al Gore is a little bit annoying, but he is right about global warming. Yeah, Absolutely right about global warming. But that movie still is about him. Like I've got to save the Paris Accord. It's like a silly movie to watch. It makes like, the, in, <laughs> in the in the aftermath with uh, like you know knowing the coda that they just kind of tack on that that Trump became president and withdrew from the then Paris don't put Accords, out the movie. It seems absurd. Yeah, like the, why am I? Why did I watch all this? Yeah. Like <laughs> all right, that's 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 yeah, that's fair. It's Plus, like if like the, the last Lord of the Rings ended with like the, a thing like text coming up being like Sauron got the ring out of the lava <laughs> and like took over. <laughs> 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 Jesus, uh, I made my chest hurt. Uh, plus, Al Gore, I think, uh, has had some issues with asking uh, uh, like legit masseuses if they'd give him a happy ending. That is, which true. is an underreported story. It is. It is uh, very strange. Yeah. Do you think I'm kind of like the Gandalf of the Doughboys, Nick? <laughs> how so? How so? I don't know. Old and wise, and <laughs> I think I think if Gandalf instead of going uh, up went out, <laughs> he's more I, wide. I, than I, tall. I think of I think of me. People have in the past called me and Mitch Yogi and Boo Boo, but I like to think of us as uh, obese Gandalf and Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, looking at the two of you in a picture, you assume that forced perspective was employed. <laughs> Such a height difference. Um, this uh, uh, Palmerston is kind of like Hobbiton in a, in a in a way. Yeah, it's a it's a fucked up little den uh, where the guy never leaves <laughs> right. and uh, just has a mausoleum of everything he's ever owned. <laughs> Plus, when you come in here, Mitch is usually uh, singing songs while washing the dishes <laughs> for like true. ten there minutes. A, there are like sixteen bearded men who will like come and hang around. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess also like Bilbo. One last thing: people will show up unannounced. Like Slug will show up unannounced and be like, "I have an adventure for you, Mitch." Like, <laughs> To the strip club. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay Bugmane. <laughs> then he'll go by himself. Uh, uh, he Bugmane has has come into my house Kramer style before, where he's just yeah. c- completely walked in and like shook his head, like and then did like a weird like like shook his head or something. Like, what are you are you yeah. are you intentionally trying to be Kramer? <laughs> I've, I've witnessed it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's strange. And then yeah. and then just like immediately goes into a really intense breakdown of Attack of the Clones. <laughs> How would you feel if someone did that in your house? If someone just walked into my house? Yeah. I'd be perturbed. I'd be like, what is happening? This is where you always take it in stride, which I'm amazed by. People just walk into your house and you're all right. Like Bilbo. Like Like Bilbo did not take it in stride, actually. He was a little, he was a little. He still allowed it. Yeah. Yeah, It's the the custom of hobbits to allow that sort of thing. Oh, I, I'm yeah. a I'm a I'm a defender like Bugman of the Hobbit movies too. I think they're fun. I like the Hobbit movies. Yeah, they're good they're too, they're they're bloated and overlong. They should be like there sh- it should be like two two hour movies, not three, yeah. not like twelve hours over three movies. However long it is, it's so fucking long. It's interminable. I never finished them. I actually didn't finish. I think I watched the first two, and I never watched the third. The yeah. Battle of Five Armies. That one's that one's good. Uh, the Barrel Chasing Two is good. I think that's two the, might bad, be the Barrel Chase is cool. That's I like the, the coolest. Chase. That's the that's the that's the high point I think of the yeah. trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Anyway, sorry to get you distracted, Nick. You, well, what, what, what? Who cares? It's fun. This is great. This is good stuff. Oh, We're right. having a nice tangent convo here. All right. Jesus. This is great. That's the kind of stuff people like, right? I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want the Earwolf guys to like me. I want the subreddit to like me. Subreddit, like Jack, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Give Jack some upvotes. <laughs> Give him an upvote. You know what I think might get him on your side, Jack? Uh, do an AMA. Yeah, maybe I'll do an AMA with the uh, Earwolf subreddit. You time it for after this episode's release. Go in there, do an AMA. <laughs> See if people have maybe any I questions. Will. Maybe I will. They, 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 they like you're, you're on there. They don't even know. They don't, they don't know you. If you don't like them, you don't, you, you don't know. Them. That's what I have to say. That's I don't think that's really fair. I think there are like legitimate reasons not to like me, and I think I'm a controversial figure. I think yeah, right. there's uh, you know, people like, have legitimate reasons. If you owned a an improv theater, sure, sure. But although you <laughs> know, I'd say I have maybe maybe we have legitimate beef with each other, perhaps. Oh yeah, okay, sure. Perhaps that's fair. Um. So Taco Bell, do you have what are you what what is your go to like? Uh, uh, how do you feel about any of the new menu adi- uh, additions to Taco Bell? Have you messed around with that that uh, king size chalupa? And also, I just want to say, do you remember when we did Taco Bell? What Nick gave Taco Bell? Wasn't it like a yeah uh, right? Was it like a two or something? I gave it a like three that? fork, and I've gradually added half forks to now it's in the platinum plate club. I've, wow, I've okay. gone on, gone Wait, on is board. It five forks. I've given it five forks. Okay, that good. happened a few episodes I do feel ago. Like I, I did. I did it because I thought it would be like a nice moment. I thought you'd be happy, and you were like mad at me. Yeah, because I, it should have always been five. I think that probably it's just the tone of the podcast shifted, and in those early sure. episodes, you're not sure what you're doing. Are like even I when I'm coming on the show, I'm like, is this a celebration of fast food? Are we like going to be reviewing it like it's right. like fancy food or something? Like yeah. what? How were the reviews supposed to be? And I think it's very clear now that this is just a weird show where you say every fast food is really good. So right. like, it makes a lot more sense to retcon it so that Taco Bell, obviously if Taco Bell's a five and you probably gave like Caro's a five or something like that. <laughs> like, uh, of course it makes sense that Taco Bell should have be in the platinum plate club. <laughs> Caro's got, uh, Caro's maybe didn't get, I think it's average maybe was like one fork. Yeah, I think, I think it might have been sub one fork. I think me yeah. and Aaron Whitehead gave it one fork and you gave it a half fork. It was, it was, it was so really that bad. puts it at really like a uh, 0.8 something yeah. forks. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was terrible. That, that was worse. Jack, um, oh wait, shit. I just forgot what I was going to say. Whatever, we'll edit that out All so right. I look smarter. Uh, what, 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 <laughs> tell, tell us what your go-to order is, Jack, at, okay. at Taco Bell. So I really, I mean, I have, okay, there's a number of questions. There yes. are a bunch of questions in there. I'm going to have to take them one by one. Please do. Uh, uh, you asked if I mess with the newer menu items. I've had a couple of them. Uh, uh, I did like the, like, double-sized chalupa or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little bit on, like, the, Taco Bell has an issue already uh, right. uh, with being sort of eatable while driving a car. A lot of the other fast food places, I think, are better for, you know, one-handed eating. And already with Taco Bell, you're dealing with tacos. You have to either turn your head or turn the taco. So I would say about the the, the double-decker chalupa, while it's an interesting experiment, it's it's just a big boat of... It's like a bread bowl. It's like a bread bowl. And that's too much to be eating while in the car. I would probably recommend just get yourself two chalupas, uh, uh, which are going to be difficult to eat anyway in the first place. Um, But my go-to order remains similar. I, I have folded in the uh, Doritos Locos tacos more often mm, yeah. than not, because that is uh, the Nacho Supreme one. The other ones I'm not uh, uh, that hot on. I agree um, with you. But yeah, I'll have the uh, a Chalupa. I'll li- I like to add the Nacho cheese to it, although I will say that the... Uh, the people that work at Taco Bell are less and less used to that order, and they're like, you know, do you want it on the side or something? They weren't mm-hmm. there during the era when the nacho cheese chalupa was actually on the menu. Oh, right. Oh, wow. okay. So they'll give you in a cup, and you have to pour it on top. Uh, but yeah, I mean, chalupa, a taco or two, perhaps a cheesy gordita crunch, and if I'm really feeling myself, a Baja Blast. Baja Blast is... A Baja Blast, like, is... it's it's, it's weird that it's almost like... 
what the Frosty is to Wendy's, the Baja Blast is to Taco Bell. It's, wow. yeah. it's weird. That's yeah. an, that's an interesting observation, and I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's absolutely. It's like it's a, a, a specific drink to that specific drink treat. It's drink slash dessert treat. Yeah. to this chain. Yeah, I'm gonna want Taco Bell tonight. A hundred percent. You can make that happen. You're an adult. Mm. We'll see. But being an adult is also a good reason to not make it happen. That's, That's like also That's a good true. argument against doing it. <laughs> Such is the, the difficulty of being an adult, along with the, all the pubes in your pants. <laughs> the pubic hair that you got in your pants there. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. What? You will? <laughs> Hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun that's built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. (laughs) Moon's real cool. When the moon is out, there's never a doubt. The moon is cool. And when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in the summertime. And the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm hmm. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell too and it helps you out not just while traveling but after a big night out. You know what I mean? Come on. I Come can- on. <laughs> the moon, moon is cool. Cool cool cool. The cool, cool. <laughs> moon is cool. <laughs> cool cool cool. Tear pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wags, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow, green grape, wow, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. Oh boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up? Ugh. 
Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an Aura Frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Doughboys. Jack Allison is our guest. We're talking about El Torito. Jack, another place that started out here in L.A., sure. uh, in the L.A. environs, uh, what is the, uh, and I know the, the, what the El Torito we went to yeah. was one you went to a bunch as a kid. This is true. More generally, like, what, like, 
when does your relationship with El Torito begin? How frequently were you going? I mean, I, I think that as a child, like, I, you know, right where I grew up was the very El Torito that we went to just last night. Yes. Uh, and as I said to you guys last night, I think one of the reasons why we went, and we went often, like, this was like, when I was in elementary school, I feel like I went to El Torito, like, once or twice a month, maybe. Maybe even three times a month. Yeah. And I think it's because it was the closest uh, kids eat free place. I think it was just a very solid kids eat free option. Yeah. Uh, and I'll also say, I, I, I remember, because this was the early 90s, I, it would have been when I was going there, or like early to mid 90s uh, when I was a young child. So I remember when it had a smoking section. Uh, yes. Uh, the one we were at, it used mm. to be half smoking section, and uh, my mom would go to the smoking section. So I do remember like eating at an El Torito like, that was like vague. Vegas, where like right. everyone's smoking. <laughs> it really was weird. Man, that- smoking. I'm just. I'm, I, I just remember in Quincy going to restaurants with smoke. It, that's. It's. It blows my mind. Yeah, it's so really strange. Is. And you know, my mom was a smoker, but she always wanted to sit in the non-smoking right. section for for the kids. But it was like it's so. It was such a weird era, and I think we, we were talking about last night that probably. I, I don't know what the cutoff is, but maybe people born in 1990, 1995 are going right. to grow up in a world where there's no smoke. There was never a smoking well, section. Well, my wife, Kate, was born in 90, and I feel like she has like no conception of there ever being a smoking section. I right. should mention also, by the way, because this is something she mentions on the morning show with, you know, that I, I co-host with her. Jack A.M. That she says that you guys are sexist for not inviting her on the show here oh, as a guest. Jesus wow. Christ. It's just something that's been coming up. I don't necessarily even agree with that. Yeah, that's that. quite an allegation. I think that's, I think that's a little heavy to lay at you guys, <laughs> but I said that I would bring it up on the show. As, as I'm holding up a Jack AM pin. A Jack the Vote pin he's got there. Jack the Vote pin. Yeah. Well, look, I got nothing to say. Like, you guys should talk, take it up with Kate, but she's out there saying you guys are uh, sexist. We'd love we'd love to have Kate on. I think that blanket uh, accusation is a little unfair. All I have to say is that have one particular guest. Over. Weiger is sexist, and she's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at the guests, but I don't know if you've ever had women on the show or anything like that. But uh, she's saying you're sexist, Jack. Jack, uh, I like Jack's take on friends' work. We talked about this just last night. Yeah, is that he doesn't watch or listen to any friends' work? I don't need right. to see it. I don't like. It's like not that. It's like you're. It's better to have. Like a plausible, it's like better to not see it and like not have opinions about it. Because to be honest with you, most everything is going to be bad, and it's actually not the fault of like our friends who make it or whatever. Like I went in on fucking Sarah's show while I was mad at her about something else. Yeah, but I went in on her about about the show and even a sketch that you wrote uh, uh, on her show. I was like posting stuff about that I thought about that. Now now, hold on, hold on, hold on. It could have been Nick's fault that the sketch was. (laughs) It probably was. Which sketch was this? Well, I was like, I was when you did the one that was the president's. Oh yeah, thing, the president's. I was posting about that one, and I was like, not being direct about it, but I was like, I watched that sketch, and I'm like, man, that is a really funny sketch, and I see such like so much Weiger stuff in there, and there are jokes in it, but like, why does it have to have all this like like uh uh this like you know educational show stuff mm-hmm. in the middle? Like I'm like I watched that, and I'm like, I, and so I don't know, like uh, uh I don't really like. Uh, Hold that to you. You know what I mean. I'm not like, uh, and so it's just better that I don't see it. You know what I mean. Like I'm like, I it should I shouldn't have watched that fucking thing. I should have just like heard about it, and then I would be like, oh, there's some funny jokes in there, and I wouldn't be like, why doesn't have all this like annoying shit in it or whatever. So like, I just shouldn't watch it. I should not right. watch it and just be like, Nick's writing on that show. I don't have anything to say about it. So because you can't like, you can't lie and say you like something you didn't. It's like. hard for me. It hard is for hard. You to do. It is hard for me to do. And like, I like you know used to be okay with it, but then it was just like the you're like blanket lying about everything. Right. And I do think it's really weird. It's like a weird thing that exists in our industry that you just have to pretend that every piece of pop culture, every single TV and movie Mm. 
is good. Oh, yeah. It's like bizarre. It twists your mind in weird ways. Like, everybody all the time is being like, I love this. It's like nobody knows how they feel about anything Well, also, you should should note, too, that, like, people who tweet out that they like something, then you know them and you know that they don't like it. I mean, I see that shit all the time. Yeah, that movie fucking sucks. And then online the next day, wow, go see uh, this movie. It's so inspirational. Congrats to at person in the movie. And so I'm like, with this stuff, I'm like, listen, like, you know, maybe it's just better I don't watch anybody's stuff. But I also don't think it's, like, good for the state (laughs) of culture overall for every Everyone to never say that anything is bad because right. they like maybe will work with them someday. Well, I think I think there's yeah, I get what you're saying. I think there's there's maybe a line to walk with being polite. Sure. Where yes. like you could be like not <laughs> yes. like directly <laughs> dismissive of what I someone know. is doing. Yes. Uh, but but say like ah, it wasn't for me. Yes. Um, but uh, but I always think for me I'm yeah. like I am like I guess I am like is that not implied because like I am saying it like do sure. I have to be like. In my opinion, and this is not everyone's opinion, right. you know what I mean? It's like, isn't it like when I'm just saying something, that is like, that's your opinion. You know what I mean? Like, do yeah. I have to like, I don't know, but I am a huge fucking dick and there's no reason to do that. And like, <laughs> I get mad about other things and right. then I'm like online. And again, it's the way that the platform works, but you know, it is what it is. Look, let's cut to the chase. The sketch here. was funny, but Nick, you know, the stuff. you wrote a bad sketch. You're a bad, <laughs> you're a bad writer. I think it was good actually, but it had no. a lot of stuff in it that it was stunk. too funny. This funnier die style, <laughs> right. funnier die style of political sketch writing has really stuck has like really really stuck and I think the format kind of stinks to be honest with you well what do you mean exactly like the like, idea that you've got like a, a strong political take that's like a through line well not necessarily I don't think that having a strong political take is a bad thing uh-huh. I think that you can do sketches that don't that aren't like insulting of the audience like I think that this funnier die style has this tendency that it's like assuming that the people watching have no idea of anything that's being talked about sure so there's these like aside there's like these asides about like but you know that like established in 1945 like the like the statistics show that 45% of I'm like I would like to watch a comedy show that maybe assumes that I know anything Mm. and just does comedy you know what I mean like I I would like you know you can like assume that people know that the presidents aren't good without having like a Wikipedia article in the middle of the thing you know like (laughs) I don't know and that's all I'm using your sketch but like that is what my feeling is that's why and that's what I that's what I'll say is like the funnier die style right sketch writing it's like was this kind of like like a uh, uh, PSA style of, of uh, political sketch that now I think was originally being made literally as like you know campaign advertisements for Democrats and now it's like seeping into things that are not campaign advertisements sure. just because it's like the house style I I, 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 I get I get where I get where Jack's coming from I, I, I think that I I would go back to Quincy when birthday boys came out and I won't say the exact person who said this but like I go back and there was like this one guy who's like, "Hey, that birthday boy's like that sketch fucking like sucked." <laughs> <laughs> there was this one specific guy who I won't say who he was, but he was like, "The fucking it's uh, it's not funny." Like, like he's like, "I think you're funny, but it's not funny." Like, so I yeah, <laughs> so I don't. You won't care. say who it is, but his name rhymes with Hankton. <laughs> <laughs> that is not Chankton. Chankton would at least lie to me. <laughs> Mike, Mike is always someone who does tell me that, yeah. that he doesn't like stuff that I do all the time. But I, I Mike has pe- has some good takes. Uh, this, yeah. is why I, this is why I shouldn't watch everybody's stuff because it is better to just not see it or whatever. I, and I again, mean, Nick, I think you're a very funny guy, and I think even the sketch God was funny. No, he's like, not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, do you uh, uh, have you seen Love? Mission no, show? I have not. I haven't. I haven't. I really haven't. That's why we were talking about this last night. Yeah, that's what I'm I watched an episode it. of Love. I uh-huh. watched an episode of Love, and I was like, you know, uh, there are jokes in this. I do think this is like a lot better than kind of like this genre, like this, you know, the like Master of None kind of genre or whatever. Sure. I think it's a lot better than that. I think Paul is a very funny guy, and I think that he did the diligence of like 
separating it from just being a fully autobiographical thing like fucking you know crashing or like master of none or any of this kind of stuff but i also knew after watching that first episode that i'm like this is just not going to be my show and i don't need to like watch it you know what i mean and i like i love paul and i love mitch and everybody but i'm like this show is not like made for me even in the first place that's fair i think that's fine i i i i I truly do think it's fine yeah Yeah. I, i like i don't i don't care that much actually i don't care if someone like watches something i've worked on right I, I don't want have people like not to. I would actually rather have people that are what I would love the, the Earwolf fans to watch and listen to stuff. That, like I truly, actually, I'm like I don't need like other comedian people sure. watching stuff. That's not actually who you're trying to make stuff for. You right. know what I mean? Uh, Jack on Jack on a, on Jack AM. This is this is a slight, uh, but I just remembered it. Did you call us athletes this morning? <laughs> well, I did say because we went to uh, we went to El Torito last yes. night, and man. Like, the amount of food you have to put back to do this show, and I, I do say have to. I say have to. <laughs> I, I'm like, this morning I woke up, and my body is racked. And right. Like, I'm yeah. fucked up this morning. My heartburn was, like, totally terrible. And so, yes, I said in the morning on this show, I'm like, I have to say, like, those guys, like, that they are doing this to their bodies like this often like it, you guys are like athletes like you are right. doing something uh, uh, that I think people don't give I think people don't maybe give enough credit to the the physical uh, toll of this show right uh, it's a, it's a, well last night was last night was crazy too. we went a little over the yeah. top well let's get into the food yeah. we got by the way I'll just say real quick my I went to El Torito like Jack a, a yeah. SoCal native went to El Torito a lot I don't know if it was quite once a month but it was it was a thing that we would frequent uh, the great Sunday break brunch that I'd love to yes. go to as a kid. Um, I remember my grandma liked it. Uh, so yeah, it was it was a place we'd go to for family uh, dinners quite a bit. I actually went there with my parents on my 18th birthday. Wow. They put a... Wow. You became a, a man at I El Torito? Be, I became a man at El Torito. <laughs> were, you, were you reading a penthouse at the table <laughs> yeah. during the meal? Smoking a cigarette? <laughs> uh, they put a they put a, some, a probably problematic sombrero on me uh, and then sang the, uh, their, their Spanish language happy birthday song, whatever Which we heard last Police night. Which we heard last you. night like six times. Uh-huh. A lot of birthdays. Yeah. Uh, but we got a uh, we got a lot of food. And Mitch, had you been to El Torito before? I have never been to El Torito. You've never wow, been? Okay. Never. I've, I've been to, to the grill version, though. I've been to, I think I've been to the grill version. I've been, I've been to Acapulco, like a, like places that are like kind of similar. Acapulco sure. is bad in comparison to El Torito. Um, same same owner. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, is it really? Probably the exact same, same owner. <laughs> um, but that place had a hard fall, I feel like. Acapulco, Acapulco. yeah. I, I, don't, I, I thought it fell off the, fla- the, uh, the face of the earth. I don't even know if they even exist anymore. But we start yeah. off, and we sit down, and we uh, we got some chips and salsa. That's the first thing they yeah. get you there. Uh, you know, I think they've got good chips and salsa, and they, they give you lots of refills. They, oh, yeah. The, the, the refills were nonstop. Yeah. The salsa was actually spicier for like a, for a um, uh, what's it, pico de gallo kind of, yeah. like a tomato salsa. It was spicier than I thought it would be for like just kind of like a general chips and salsa they give up right. for free. Well, you know, I think also they they do they bring out the salsa in different colored cups. Yeah, but I think it's all the same salsa. The, the cups color seems to indicate the heat intensity, but it's not not really the case. There was yeah, because there was ones in red cups, and I, and I said to Jack, I was like, is this spicier? And Jack was like, I think it is just in your head because it's a red cup. Yeah, right. I think it's just red. Like, yeah, it's just a red cup is all it is. <laughs> and I think you're right because then the next round they switched out the black. Salsa cup. It was a black cup and a orange. red cup. They switched out the black cup for an orange one. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are they bringing out? A medium? Is right. this now a medium salsa? <laughs> but it was. I don't it, think oh, so. I, 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 don't, I don't think so either. <laughs> I, I, I think that it was the same. 
coming from the same salsa bin. Um, be an odd bit of psychological torment of yeah. random heat intensity salsa. This one's a six. Yeah, yeah. But Nick, as a bit of a heat seeker yes. as you are, it's a little spicy uh, salsa. I didn't. I mean, it, it had just a hint of heat. I didn't find oh, it too spicy. You. But I'm, <laughs> I'm really a heat. It's seeker. more. It's more of a. It was closer to a medium salsa than a mild salsa. Uh, and yes. yeah, and for for a, what are you I think that was a medium salsa. Yeah, I think so. I think like a medium minus mild plus sort of. Ugh, um, fuck you. A little bit of spice in there, but you just know. A, l- yeah. a little bit of spice in there. Uh, uh, but I, good. I, I, I think that you can really. I think you can. Ju- I really do think you can judge a Mexican restaurant by its chips and salsa. I th- like, right. And these and these this the chips and salsa here are good. They're not the best, but they're they're yeah. they're, they're quality. They're, they're the chips are hot. They're making them in the, they're making them in the back there. So that's a, that's always a fresh yes. fresh, fresh, fresh chips is is a huge plus. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, and then we got the uh, we got the uh, oh, you know, what? let's talk about our our be- our beverages real quick. Sure. I got myself the spicy mango margarita, mm. uh, which uh, it came in a, a tall skinny glass, a, a very, you know, vibrant orange mango color served by of- Chris Catan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, plausible. <laughs> um, he's doing fine. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, and a little bit of a, of a spicy salt around the rim. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Plausible. He's doing fine. <laughs> you, you made the joke that he's not doing fine. And you said he's doing fine afterwards. I feel like I had to salvage it for a man who's had a hundred times the career success I had. <laughs> kind of take a shit on him is kind of a low blow. He's our um, McDonald's guest, by yeah. the way. <laughs> we got Catan for McDonald's? This is a bombshell. <laughs> Uh, it, it this was this was good you know it, it's it's it was a little uh, a little melted popsicle sweet a little too a little too sweet for me mm. um, but uh, you know and the, the amount of booze was very very slight I, I think they might have put like a half ounce of tequila oh, in there wasn't wasn't a very strong drink but you know that's that's the, that's the point of some of these cocktails they're not right. meant to be strong drinks they're meant to be like a, a fun thing for mom um, and uh, the heat was. Was fine. I actually don't really love spicy drinks, even though I like, even though I am something of a heat seeker. I think the, a spicy beverage doesn't quite work when you're sucking it down a straw. I don't know if I like spicy beverages either. I don't. Yeah. Need to, I don't need to have a spice drink. Yeah, it's weird. A drink is like it's cool. It's it's refreshing and cooling you off. I don't. I don't need it to be hot. Right, Jack. Well, how, oh, no. I don't know because I've I've never really put a lot of thought into it, but mm. I do enjoy occasionally a nice spicy drink. Like I think I'll have yeah, a spicy right. jalapeno margarita, and I'm like, woof, a little bit of spice, and a little. I a, like it. A Bloody Mary with a little spice to it. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. guess well, you're right. The horseradish right, right. and a Bloody Mary, I, I can get on board yeah. with. You're, jalapeno margarita, I'm less I'm less of a fan. I don't mind them. I think they're you know. I don't mind them, but I think I, I'd rather not. I'd rather do something. Different. I think, when I think your nose is it. stuffed up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think when it's like a sting, when it's like habanero tequila or whatever, like yeah. infused, that's te- a little bit much. It, that that that's too much to me. That's, right. That's that's all. If it's if it's if it's like genuinely spicy, no, I don't I don't I don't like that. But you don't want to seem like you're sucking down a, a bottle of Tapatio. Like you want something yes. that has some flavor to it. Well, you yeah. you guys got both got the strawberry Cadillac margaritas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Pretty good. Pretty good margarita. Sweet. I would say sweet like yours. Uh, I uh, thought, but I could taste the booze in it. Oh, I thought it was a little stronger than uh yeah than yeah. how Nick is describing his. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought I thought it was it was good and it gives you a little um. They, they give you a little sidecar of a little side uh, shot. Yeah. yeah, a little side shot of um, what is it? Of, of like it was a, like a sweet tequila. It was a, like an aperitif kind of thing. Right. It was yeah. A little sweet. Yeah, uh, that was that. maybe a little bit of triple sec. Is that what you had? It's like what a, was it something like that? I don't that. know what it was. It was a liqueur. I have no idea. Sometimes yeah. those those Cadillac Margs though. That's what that 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 little shot on the side will be the triple sec. They mm. either pour in there or shoot. Then I think it was probably the triple sec. Yeah. That's what he told us to do. Was either. 
pour it in or shoot it. Yeah, yeah. your your discretion. I, I like to. You know, what? actually, I think I do like to shoot it because it, it's it's fun to just take it down that way, and then yeah. you have a chaser there. with a, with a needle it's like you or get two drinks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have an insulin uh, syringe that I <laughs> fill up with a straight triple sack. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, 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 those, I had, I had a little sip of Jack's and it was, it was pretty good. It had good flavor to it. Yeah, it was nice. I th- I, yeah, I thought it was nice. Uh, I think ours was sweeter than yours. I didn't, I liked mine better than yours. From, I liked from mine the better than yours as well. Yours. I liked yours better than mine as well. Yeah. Um, and then we got into the apps. We got the fresh table side guacamole. Uh, I mean, this is the, they, they, they oh, mean yeah. it when they say fresh table side, they bring some avocados out there. Could uh, be fresh. They mash them up. They throw in some chilies. They throw in some herbs and spices and some tomatoes. Uh, and then we also got the grande fiesta platter, which is tomatoes. Mexico city flautas. Uh, yeah. Tomatoes. <laughs> I said tomatoes. <laughs> Um, the, uh, flautas, nacho supremos, buffalo chicken tenders, which are weirdly out of place, and yeah. a cheese but quesadilla. Good. Good. But good. Um, wait, let's let's start with that table side guac. The guy was a pro making it. Yeah. It was it was quite a, sh- a so sight to see. There is one thing we did go a little bit back and forth on whether we should do medium or hot, right? Mm-hmm. And we had a little bit of you know just communication on that. Yeah. And so I think that we ultimately said hot. Then we said medium. He said to do medium, and Mitch told me that ultimately he just saw him put in all the jalapenos <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway. So he, he, I don't he, know if it matters. There was a little dish of jalapenos, well, which just had which, that many. Which I right. think, I think, to me, was the idea of whether it would be medium or or hot. Yeah, and he, yeah, he poured the whole thing into the bowl. Yeah, the uh, the he squeezed the lime in there. He did, he made a great show out of it. He was great. He yeah. was great. It was uh, a little, it was a little mini uh, Benihana demo. Yeah, he he put in the tomatoes. Like um, safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. I remember the moment when he tossed in the tomatoes. He was like, <laughs> and now, of course, the tomatoes have to go in. <laughs> Do you know Jack and my landlord and Jack Jack <laughs> Jack lived here? We think that he d- doesn't know how to spell tomorrow. Oh yeah, that is <laughs> true. You told me this. A before. couple times he sent it <laughs> and he's like, "Rent is due," and it's T O M A R R Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And like it's multiple times this guy sends right. tomorrow. He says tomorrow. I'm like this is an older man. This is a man in his like seventies or eighties, right? Is, is there a yes. language barrier here? Nope. No, no, no. 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 Like, a, like a rich white guy lives in a house up there. Like yeah. this is a guy maybe who's his whole life he doesn't know how to spell tomorrow. Boy, I'm glad we <laughs> Prop Ten did not pass to protect the income of all these fucking property owners. <laughs> Tomatoes reminded me of it though. Just have a lot of money. <laughs> like, a, like a, I mean, who, you know, maybe when he was growing up in the fifties, it was like. Tom- like tomorrow, tomorrow is. There like, was a time when it was spelled like that. <laughs> yeah. Things were different back then. There's a lot of different word spellings. <laughs> spelled tomorrow with an A and without it's a W. Like, it's not like old English where yeah. like there were whole different <laughs> words and like they were like F's where th is supposed to be and shit. Like he still he texts me tomorrow all the time. Tomorrow, Odd guy, bananas. Anyways, back to the tomatoes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, the uh, I, that guac was great. It's really, really, really good. Yeah. It, it just it, oh, and he squeezes a bunch of lime in there. Yeah. I mean, just like the fact that it's fresh makes such a huge. It's difference. really tasty. It's, di- it's dynamite. I was gonna say it seems easy to make guacamole. Like a, like very the way it's easy. He, yeah. he, he, he yeah. made it look very easy to make guacamole. Yeah. Well, yeah. It is easy. It's like it's you not know, that hard. You, you yeah. have to get fresh avocados. You can't just let them like rot forever. Uh, yeah, never but mind. yeah, if you have an avocado, you just mash it up with uh, like spoons, like he did. Yeah. I'm never going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Grande Fiesta platter I thought was hit and miss, though mostly hit. The Buffalo Chicken Tenders, weird, yeah. uh, did, really had no connection to, uh, not even an attempt at making them like Mexican at all. Right. They were just uh-huh. straight up Buffalo Chicken Tenders. Not available outside of the platter. You can you only get, get them the all the card. You can only <laughs> that, get them as is, an element of the platter. That is so, so it's the most secret item. Yeah. <laughs> it's the deepest item at El Torito that you can uncover. And I got to say this, we've had buffalo strips at a 
so many restaurants yes. now. They they were good. They were some of the better ones we've they, had. They were on the they were on the better side. I I, I was going to say of the, of the appetizer platter, the king of the appetizer platter, the, the the app to put your little crown on would be the would be the quesadilla. That I quesadilla was great. Yeah, great quesadilla, quesadilla was good. Uh, I, I like I like the uh, the what, what were those the little torta the, the flauta yeah, the flautas. I like yeah. the flautas more than you guys did. I don't um, think they were bad. I I didn't love the flautas. I thought they were just a little like uh, they were just a little dense and oily. They're and just I, deep fried and they're deep shit. fried. And but but you know they've got like the the flauta has that you know that that tortilla shell that's just like yeah. soaked in oil. Too it's, much shell, I think, excessive. on their flauta. I think yeah. a little too much shell. Right, Plus, also, Nick, you had the problem of you dipped it in the sweet and sour sauce, which wasn't supposed to be in that, right? No, that is what it's meant to, because I oh, checked wow. on the menu what the sauces are supposed to be paired with. It's mm. jalapeno jelly. We didn't know what it was. It mm. just looked like a little sweet and sour, like a little cup of syrup. Yeah, they're not jalapeno bizarre. in there. No jalapeno in there at all. You remind yeah. me of the jalapeno Bronco... Jalapeno jelly. Jalapeno jelly. That's what they said that dipping sauce was. That's Reminded not me, accurate. Remind me of the Bronco Berry dipping sauce from Arby's. Just a very strange dip and sauce, yeah. uh, and it did not work with the flautas. No. It just—it was just adding sweetness to something that didn't need it. No. Um, the nachos I thought were pretty good. Uh, you know, I—I I don't know. It's—it's it's weird because you get like six nachos. Yeah, but yeah. they were good. They're good. I, I, I wonder. I wonder what they would be like if you got the, a regular plate of nachos. Maybe, I think it would be better. Maybe they'd be better. But yeah. the nachos weren't standouts for a Mexican food restaurant. I, I, I thought, I thought the, there, was know, a, there was a weird bean pit. Remember well, that? They had, that the pit, they had a pit of beans. I think that's for presentation to keep the nachos held and affixed to that position. Mm. I think, you know, I look at the nachos and I'm like, I think that a big part of making nachos is like you have to put it on the plate and like let it melt right. onto the plate. Yeah. That's why the plate's always a hot plate. Mm-hmm. So it might be hard in a platter situation yeah. to make the nachos that you otherwise you know wish that you could. A but huge I, boat platter. This thing was really big, long. Literally the size of like a skateboard. It was so big. It, it was took the up ga- so much real estate on the table. It was the Gandalf of platters. <laughs> um, no, you're, you're, you're tall. <laughs> <laughs> no, you Nick. You actually you're a skateboard is the perfect way to, yeah. to describe it. It was huge. Um, and then we got the uh, uh, then uh, then my Mexican Caesar salad arrived. Now this mm. is uh, this is one thing that I always get El, El Torito. It's one of my favorites since I, when I was a kid. It was like the only salad I liked. The dressing is really good. It's got the cilantro pepita dressing. That's kind of like a a, a it's kind of like a Caesary dressing, but it's got like you know it, it's got some more herbs to it, and it's got some um, uh, uh, what what fe- what seems like. And I'm no I know it's not this because it's 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 cilantro pepita, uh, but it seems like an avocado creaminess. It's like yeah. it's like got, got this green. Uh, green color to it. Uh, it's really good. Um, they've got the papitas in the uh, in the salad itself. Uh, t- cotilla cheese, romaine lettuce. I, it's a great salad. It's like one of my favorite side dinner salads, and it, it absolutely is is a nice uh, one of the lighter things you can get in an El Torito. You know, I gotta get cotilla cheese for around the house. Cotilla <laughs> is one of the like the ones that like I think is one of the better cheeses. Yes, but you just don't have it around ever. I yeah. gotta get cotilla. Uh, I love I like the salad too. I did have a bite of your salad. It reminds me a lot of the the I think they used to have a dollar salad at El uh, Pollo Loco like that that I used to like to get. That, I think uh, that was a rip off of this salad, okay. and that, that's fine. I understand yeah. why they. Did it? Yeah. You know, you, you parallel know. thinking could be parallel thinking. <laughs> I'm not going to give El Pollo Loco that much credit. <laughs> you know, my I, I love cotilla cheese too, and I, I think it's good on. I, I I don't think it's good when places try to make it the che- like the cheese that's supposed to be a hot cheese in a burrito or something. Sure, it's not a melting cheese. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not no. a, throw it on top. It's not a glue cheese. Sure, no. I can't, not a glue. That's what you use beans for. <laughs> The bean mold, the bean paste that holds everything together. If you if you if you have a burrito and you want some sort of molding, like a something to hold it together, you need you need so just Monterey Jack. You need some uh, other sort of cheese, you know. right? 
What kind of cheeses are used typically in Mexican food? In, I was just about to say, what what is the what is a burrito cheese? What I feel is, like you'll, you'll you'll get jack or cheddar cheese, yeah. usually. Like it's a, okay. you know it's it's, it's something about cheddar. Like that. I think it's like a white maybe a white cheddar. maybe a white cheddar. I feel like it's not cheddar though. I feel it's like uh, I don't think it's cheddar. Either. It might be more jack. Oh well. I mean, you'll see you'll see cheddar come up in it, not like in authentic places, but you right. see it on on Mexican menus. That's true. Um, uh, so then we got our entrees. We all and Mitch, this was a new rule. Mm-hmm. That you established and that I think we will abide by. Do you want to tell us, tell everyone what it is? New Doughboys rule. If you're, if you eye something on the menu, you really want to get it. It turns out someone else is getting it. Then you still get it and you enjoy yourself. Yeah, we don't have to make a conscious effort to get different things. We can all get the same thing, and that's Nick, what we did. That's we all got the same. We thing. all got the exact same item <laughs> in solidarity with the Doughboys. I wanted to also get the same item <laughs> to show how much I believed in the new rule. So we got the uh, carne asada and except Liger did his dorky thing where he ordered the salad and did one different thing. But we'll I talk wanted about the it. salad. <laughs> I like this. It's one of my favorite. I things know there. this is going against the rule. What I'm saying right now, you, you should get what you want. I thought I can get what other. I want. I shouldn't. I don't. This is the opposite of the spirit. Of the rule. <laughs> what you're saying is that I'm getting something. If we're getting the same thing, we have to get the exact same thing. That's not the reason the rule exists. Right. You don't know. I made the rule up. You don't know the spirit of the you rule. You don't know the bylaws of the rule. The secret <laughs> hidden A, B, C, and D of the rule. New rule. Get what you want. <laughs> <laughs> don't let anyone tell you what to order. <laughs> Bill Maher. <laughs> you know, I was a page on the Bill Maher show. Uh, on on uh, and I'll say this. Yeah. Do you know in the beginning, like for the longest time with uh, on real time, they show this thing where like a guy was protesting in Bill Maher's studio. He's like, "Get him out of here!" Like, do I have to go down there and get him out myself? And he'd walk down and got the guy out. I was there that night. I was working there that night, and we're told that you can't do that. Like, right. uh, like so he was like yelling at us for a thing that you can't do. Where, <laughs> where he's like, like you get, pages, get, you pages, get them out of here. And like we're told we can't do that. And then, <laughs> and then he like went down there and did it himself. You it was twenty-one-year-old interns making fifty bucks a day. Yeah. <laughs> Go physically grab this yeah. crazy Be a security person. guard. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so uh, the carne asada and enchilada combo is what we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a, a skirt steak. It's marinated in chili de arbol or adobo. Uh, uh, I mangled that. Um, and uh, you get with it. You get a cheese enchilada and tomato jalapeno sauce. It comes with rice, uh, beans, guacamole, warm tortillas. I went corn. You guys went flour. A good dish. You know, it, it, the thing is, it's such a thin piece of steak. We all got it cooked medium rare. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That it's you know it's hard to get that to temperature. It's just such yeah. a thin piece of meat. It was a little overcooked in in spots, but uh, it very tasty, very flavorful, and a huge plate. A lot of food. Yeah, a lot of food. I want to say actually, just going back to earlier in the meal, please. I think they give too many fucking. They give way too many uh, chips actually, because I was like not hungry at all. Like even by, I know that we ate a lot and we had, but even like when we were just doing the chips and salsa, like they're a little too quick with them. They should be more. Yeah. They should be more conscious of like, oh, these boys have a meal coming up. Like yeah. they they shouldn't maybe give you everything that you want because you know by the time I got to the meal it's like less pleasurable because I eat too many chips I wonder about the economics of Mexican restaurants because they are basically giving an appetizer away for free and yeah. apps are big money makers for sit down restaurants yeah. You, yeah. I, like I wonder but then if they didn't offer it People would be like, "What the fuck? Where are my chips?" Because there's an expectation for it. it it's kind of right. a, it, it, it's kind of a, a, a like just a little extra cost in that sector. Well, I mean, I think that it's probably not like a huge cost to them, except sure. maybe in you know spent 
lost opportunity. I mean, maybe we would have each ordered a a dessert, you know, if it weren't for all those chips coming out and everything like that. Uh, I'll say also that when I ordered the carne asada and uh, cheese enchilada, I thought it was going to be one carne asada and cheese enchilada, but it was it is a whole thing of carne asada. It's a big it's a big portion on the side. Yeah, it's a big portion on the side. You know, it was good. Uh, um, This meal was too much for me. It really put me back. Like it made me feel like it was too much food actually to eat all this food. It was it was a lot of food after after that app like so we got the carne out of the big the, a, pr- a pretty sizable uh, piece of steak yes yeah. you got the cheese enchilada in in what, what did we say that sauce was almost kind of like a brownish almost like a cheese uh, and you know but, but it was almost like it was like a red but almost close to mole it was like a darker sauce yeah it's an adobo sauce adobo okay. sauce yeah. okay thank you and then Rice, the beans, and, and, and uh, the, the little corn. Nick, the thing that you liked, the little the corn, corn cake. Oh, the corn cake is great. The it's corn a, cake. It's the a little bonus dessert. You get like a little a little tiny like half ice cream scoop of, of just, you know, this sort of minced up uh, a yellow cake. Corn. Um, yeah, it's corn. It's it, But it's 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 just got a little bit of sweetness. It's great. That, that was my go-to as a kid. So, I, that's what I'd scoop up first. So they're handing out a free appetizer yes. and a free dessert at this point. Mm-hmm. If, I'm, if I'm, you know, undercover boss, if I'm... The fixer or whatever, <laughs> right? The profit. That's the first thing I'm cutting. You know, I'm saying get rid of the free appetizer and free dessert. Yeah, Taffer's going in there. You're throwing money out the window. <laughs> what do you think? First basket of chips and salsa free, and then after that, a dollar. A dollar. I think that would that, be, that'd be very funny for a Mexican restaurant to do. Like, imagine the second time they came over, and they're like, "Just so you know, they will be a dollar per chips from now on." I think people would be enraged, but I think they were upfront. I think if you went up there and were like, right. "Would you like chips and salsa for a dollar?" I think most tables would say yes, and then you get an extra dollar on the bill. I, well, I don't know. They, they should and, do it like one of those restaurants. Where they come over and say what the concept is. Like when the waiter comes over, oh, like, the yeah. concept here is that we're trying to reduce the number of chips that people eat before the meal. Right. So yeah. part of our thing is we charge you for the for the chips. Also, we do small yeah. plates. Do you know? Uh, do you know what tapas is? Yeah, I know what tapas are. People explain me what tapas are for fifteen years. New rule. Don't tell me what tapas are. <laughs> You get along um, great with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get on his writing staff. <laughs> so at the uh, I met a guy once when I went to a WGA thing. There's a guy. He's like, oh, I write for the Bill Marshall, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> I think it was at that meeting. You started. Tr- you started trouble. I won't go into. It. <laughs> I started some trouble at this WGA meeting. Um, uh, the beans. Uh, I don't know. I don't love their beans. I love more of a like a like a traditional refried beans. These yeah. are more like that. They're kind of that soupy whole beans in there. Yeah. Like a a nice taste beans. to them, but come on. Yeah, I, I would rather already, get that. It's already not healthy, beans. so what are, what are we doing yeah. here with these beans? But the rice is nice. They give you a lot of guac. Ooh, the rice is a nice. Huge portion of nice. everything. Tortillas, I think, are, are you yeah. know they come out in a little warming container, which is good. The flour nice. tortillas, which Jack and I got, the better tortillas. Yeah. I'm a corn guy. Well, you know, it's healthier. Corn, I think, is like a better one for you. I it's guess. got a little bit more fiber in there. I ne- yeah. neither of mine, I don't think, is are great for you. But no. yeah, I, it, it's whatever. It, it, it's up to you. I don't care if you if you like corn or flour. <laughs> I do. <laughs> New think, rule: You have to like flour. <laughs> I think flour tortilla tortillas are 
are superior to. Yeah. And I, I think that people who are. Who I are, mean, but then you go to Guisados and yeah, they're doing a really God. nice elevated corn. That's a great it's So it's just all about where you get the, the that's tortillas. Fair. You know that's what I fair. Mean? That's fair. That's I went fair. to Salazar this afternoon, which is better than El Torito and similar. It's Mexican food. Uh, yeah. uh, and I was like, the tortillas there are very good. It's very good flour. That's a good flour tortilla. So you should try that one out, Nick. Maybe, love, maybe it'll change your mind. I've had lots of great flour tortillas. I like them both. Both no. are fine. All right, no. relax. <laughs> No, the both sides, the whole tortilla <laughs> issue. Uh, great entree. Um, I'll get to dessert in one second, but it was about here in the meal that Mitch revealed something that was news to both you and me, Jack. And we what, both, a, what a shock. We've known way. him for years. Oh, I thought yeah. I know the whole, every tale. I did, Mitch is his own little bard. He goes, he tells like every tale of his life. <laughs> uh, Mitch, do you want to let everyone know what the secret was that you disclosed? Sure. When I was a boy... I did some fashion shows. I was a little boy model. <laughs> so this came up because I mentioned we were very near. We were in my childhood, El Torito. I mentioned I had to do cotillion nearby at a place that's now an El, a Paquito Moss. Right. Jack had to, do, like ballroom I had to go dancing. do ballroom dancing. And Mitch was like, I do something like that. My mom made me do like independent fashion shows. My mom made me do like little. Uh, it was like walking the runway. Walking the runway shows. I, I walked a runway. I. I <laughs> I did. What I, in the world? I was in like a like a Macy's or a Jordan Marshall before Macy's maybe even existed, like right. Filene's basement or something. And I was in a little red suit. I did a fashion show. Uh, I got up on stage. Were you young Santa? <laughs> <laughs> did they uh, before you watch uh, you walk the catwalk? Did they reinforce it? <laughs> <laughs> this is this was me. This is very thin. This is the th- oh right, this is right. Me th- the thinnest I ever was. Uh, and then my mom. I remember. I mean, we talked about this too, but. My mom was like, do you want to continue to model or do you want to like hang out with your <laughs> or do you want to hang out with your friend Justin? And I was like, oh, I want to hang out with Justin, uh, my, my, my best friend from, right. from Quincy. Why were those the options? Uh, because she was like, oh, if you, if you model, like it's going to take up time. And oh, you're gonna, okay. And you're, and you're it, not going to be able to maybe have as much free time. Just putting it in kid terms. Hey, that's a good mom thing. That's she a asked great me. mom thing. She, she asked me to do it. She didn't force you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I auditioned for Dennis the Menace when I was a boy. Did you know this? The movie? <laughs> For Mr. Wilson, <laughs> my grandpa does. My grandpa does look like what's his name from uh, Grumpy Old Men? Who's uh, Walter Mathau? Math- Walter Mathau. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my grandpa did look like, look like Walter Mathau, but I auditioned for Dennis and Dennis the Menace. They had like a nationwide search, and you went to the. I went the to Boston the auditions, auditions in Boston. That's I did. Crazy. This, this is true. Do you remember your lines? No fucking way. I probably didn't know him then. I probably <laughs> fucked up terribly. But I, I did a little I did a little model fashion show. Wow. You and Nick, let's say what you said is that you were shocked I was never fucked as a child. <laughs> well, I didn't put it in those terms. I said, said that yeah, okay. I, I said as a I said as someone who was a uh, worked in child modeling and also was a devout Catholic, you dodged two bullets. <laughs> I wasn't really like a devout like it wasn't like I was a super Catholic boy, but right. I but I mean, I guess At, you're you like believe in God. You're more devout Catholic than anyone I know, <laughs> like in my entire life. I do believe in God, but that's like I'm sure that like other people, even of my friends who were raised more Catholic, think that's stupid. But 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 uh, but uh, you're right. I guess you know, like uh, the 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 bad guy from Spotlight, Cardinal Law, was at my he was at my confirmation. I, I dodged a few, I guess I dodged some bullets yeah. over time. And you walked no. the runway there. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, it was strange. You're lucky had- you were a bad-looking child. <laughs> <laughs> so our dessert was the deep-fried ice cream. Vanilla- you know what? I'll, I'll put up a picture of what, what I 
I'll, I'll find the model. You I'll were show. you were a good looking, you know, young boy. Well, hold on. Very, he's very a blonde haired young man. <laughs> you're still you're you still did look handsome. like Dennis the Menace. But you were you were a toe headed little cute boy. Yeah. You you do actually you did actually were a dead ringer for Dennis the Menace. Absolutely. I'll show, I'll, mm-hmm. show, I'll show you guys the picture and then we'll post it online. I, I have a picture of what I basically what I wore when I when I did the runway. So. Uh, while you're bringing that up, the deep fried ice cream was our dessert: vanilla ice cream, cinnamon sugar coating with chipotle chocolate sauce and whipped cream. I mean this this I I had as a kid because I remember yeah. just being like, oh my god, deep fried ice cream! Like my mind was yeah. blown. Uh, and uh, I remember loving it, having it now. A very good dessert, very heavy. It's insanely yeah, heavy. It's good. Uh, it's one of these things where it's like, yeah, I agree. It's like it's a novelty that it's deep fried. Yeah. Right. Like I've had deep fried ice cream, deep fried like peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Sure. Uh, a lot of times I'm like, you know, I think the other. It's a little bit of a novelty. This was a very. It was a tasty dessert, but I'm like, perhaps. Uh, you know, the, a flan might have been better, yeah. uh, probably, or just like a chocolate cake. The the yeah. uh, the supplementary because the breading on it doesn't really hold up as you start right. to to, to uh, dig into it with a spoon or fork. But they give you the supplementary like uh, cinnamon, um, uh, this like fried cinnamon dough or on the outside that yeah. you can kind of put the ice cream on, and that works nicely. It's good, pretty I, good dessert. I thought the stuff that came with it, I thought the actual breading to the ice cream tasted like a little like weirdly stale or something. Sure, hmm. once it was fried, I thought everything else though. With it was was good. Yeah, I was too full at that point. I like yeah. like it's too much. Like again, my thing comes back to they shouldn't have given me so many chips at the beginning, <laughs> and then maybe I would have enjoyed the ice cream better. So I can get right. behind that. Yeah, I was I was I was completely stuffed at this point. What do yeah. they expect us to exhibit self control? Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, I need somebody to do that for me. <laughs> I expect I, I want a nanny restaurant. So that's what I want. <laughs> Mm-mm, sir, I, I think you'll spoil your appetite. <laughs> Uh, Mitch is still finding this photo. While he's doing that, let's get to our final. Right, I'm, I'm, I don't even. Get, I don't even know if I'll get it before the show's over. So the all right, time, yeah. Well, uh, let's get to our final thoughts. Jack, you've been on the show before, but just a refresher. Yeah. Uh, we will, since I know you don't uh, listen to the show, since you don't <laughs> take in any of your. Well, I'm work. on a text message chain with you guys. Yeah, all why the time? Need- like, I need to do this like on like my off time. Like, <laughs> I hear you guys like bickering over this stupid bullshit like all the fucking time. Like this show especially, I shouldn't listen to. I think it's good. I don't think. Yeah, you should I, listen I don't to care. It. No one should listen to no, it. No, I do think people should listen to it because you guys are funny guys, but I just don't like need to listen to the podcast to have right. access to your sort of bickering and stuff. Okay. <laughs> Hear that? Earwolf you should subreddit? listen to the fucking the, like Jack AM show. That would be wild if you guys were waking up every morning to watch I that. do tune in to Jack AM probably more than people think. I, I've seen some Jack AM, but I haven't made it a, a, a part of my routine. Well, maybe you should. Actually. Maybe I will. I go back on it now. You guys should both be watching Jack AM. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so uh, you will uh, sort of give a closing argument a summation right. of your thoughts in El Torito, this experience, all past experiences, and yeah. then give it a rating from zero to five forks. Yeah. Uh, you'll go first, Jack. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I, I do have a long history with El Torito, and I think that in the Pantheon, I think it's actually similar to Taco Bell, uh, in that, you know, we there are there is good, real Mexican food, right. and then there is good, then there is false Americanized Mexican food. And if you want to be, you know, a, if you want to be a, a totalitarian about it, you can say none of the American like fake Mexican food is good but I think that some of it is good and I do think that El Torito is like on the upper end of sort of the fake Americanized sure. you know uh, uh, Mexican food uh, 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 there's few too many chips but I guess I think that that you know plays into the Americanized <laughs> nature of it you know what I mean right. it's a little like it's like I don't even think at real Mexican restaurants they, they bring the chips it's like at Gladstone's with the uh, the peanuts it's like a yeah. gimmick or something with the chips uh, um <laughs> 
but I, I you know I have a lot of like fond memories of El Torito and you know that they've that they've been able to stick it out uh, uh, and stay sort of at, like I actually liked going to this El Torito that we went to because it had not converted into an El Torito grill. This was a non modernized, very sort of nineties uh, yes. uh, lunch you know uh, cafeteria style. This is for birthday parties kind of place. Yeah, it uh, looks like uh, a it looks like a mission inside. Yes, it's very shaky. It's very right. shaky in there. Uh, um, so, you know, it's not the best food in the world. They give you way too many chips, um, but I have a fond place in my heart for it of nostalgia, so it's going to be a five forks from me. Wow. Five forks from Jack Allison. Yeah. Wow, Jack, very good score. Um, I'll, I'll go, and then Mitch, you'll the first timer, your, your maiden voice, right. El Trito, you'll close us out. Um, wow, I wonder, I wonder, that's a good score. I wonder where you're going to go, Nick. Where I have, I like Jack. I have a lot of fond memories of El Torito. I've uh, been a, 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 a bunch of times. First place I ever had, um, uh, what is that stew that's got stomach inside, that stomach in it? What, what is it, the one that's okay. made? Uh, yeah, with tripe, there's a, there's a specific stew. Menudo. First place I ever oh, had really? menudo. Do they do it uh, with tripe there? Uh, they do it with some sort of... I, I just remember it being like, this is... We- I, I thought it was weird and slimy, but I kind of liked it. Um, but uh, I, they had it at the at the breakfast buffet on the Sunday. Uh, but and you know that. But I I really love Mexican food. Mexican food is my favorite food. Like Jack, I agree with I agree completely with what you're saying that it is an Americanized version of Mexican food. Food, but it's well executed. It is as the chain was conceived, a chain like Taco Bell, uh, made by a white man who used uh, the recipes of his uh, of, of Mexican cooks to try to expand uh, Mexican food and, and make it popular among white Americans. A hero. That's, it, is, <laughs> it is Mexican food by, white, by a white guy for white people. And yep. in terms of doing that, I think it succeeds. I think it succeeds quite well. Um, the birthday I had there, my 18th birthday, went to the San Diego Zoo. Uh, I went to the uh, then I, uh, with my parents, and then we went to uh, El Torito afterwards. I had a blast. Were there any friends there? No, it was the three of us. <laughs> my mom and dad were there. But did any friends go to the zoo? Uh, I mean, I made friends with the animals. <laughs> What birthday was this? 18th. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had a great time. Um, but one of, my, nice. one of my favorite birthdays. I, and uh, and uh, I just like, uh, I, I have uh, that memory is attached to it. This last experience that was really good. I thought the food was really good. I still mm-hmm. go there with, to the one in, in Santa Monica with Natalie sometimes because it's a good, solid yep. restaurant. It, it's a good chain version of this kind of food. You know, if you're in L.A., maybe El Cholo is like the, the slightly better version of this that's specific just to L.A. But if you're in California at large or the West Coast at large, I think El Torito is a good option. For that reason, I've, I've rambled a little bit, but for that reason, I am going to land on a four-fork score. Wow. Wow. Mitch, your turn. Look, Nick, I texted you the picture. Uh, look, I, I, uh, I love places like this. When I was a boy and Mexican food was felt very foreign to me when, when i when i was first going i would go with my godmother who i talked about earlier and my godfather and their family neil kiley who owns the fat cat great restaurant in quincy jack's been there good wings yeah um, Fat Cat's great regina pizza too regina pizza is great. is also go to fat cat before you go to regina pizza um i uh i what i like about this place that we that we didn't talk too much about is just the just even the the feel and look of of the place, which right. we touched on a little bit, but like, mm-hmm. is it like is it a, a, a is it Adobe? Is it what what is the style of like the like the 
Like the old, the, just the restaurant style. I think they call it like a like a ranchero style restaurant. It kind of right. feels like it, like if you go to one of the missions in California, yeah. it kind of feels like the interior of that. If, it's, you, go to, if you go to Santa Fe, all the buildings. Oh look sure, like that. yeah, they're all adobe. You yeah, know? yeah, and, and and like the 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 kind of brown floors and the and the big sure. brown like big wooden chairs. I I love a I love a great Mexican restaurant like that. When I was a boy, I I didn't I I. I didn't uh, appreciate the food. I was afraid to eat it. And then as I grew into adulthood, I, I loved it. And this place, does a, it does a great job with it. I, is it my favorite Mexican restaurant in L.A.? No. No. But there, there's a, that's a hugely high set bar. And right. Yeah. I, I don't have, a, I don't have a, 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 like a, a big experience with this place. Right. I love Piquito Mas. It's, it's, Piquito Mas, I think, is maybe, I don't want to spoil the score, but it's, it's, it's definitely in the Golden Play Club, if not Platinum Play Club. Don't uh, go crazy. <laughs> I mean, this this place. Have you done Paquito Moss before? We've never done Paquito Moss. Are you saying you didn't want to spoil the score you gave it before? <laughs> oh God, no. I mean, either way, it's lame. What I said was bad. Um, I, I there's always a there's always a spot in my heart for a place like this. The food was good. I had a really good time. That that table side guacamole was great. I gotta go four forks, Nick. I, wow. I, I, four forks. Wow. It wow. was my, it was my first experience. With, I'll say this. Yes. It was one of the most stressful drives to get there and driving and trying to find a parking spot because it was still kind of it was hugely big inside and there was yeah. and there were no and there were still open tables but it still kind of felt like it was not like a slow night or anything massive like that. footprint like two uh, like two of the old pizza huts stuck yeah. together Gig- gigantically so huge I, and I don't know it's how like a Best Buy. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how they'll do in the future or whatever. But right. like, like, is this a place that's going to close soon? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I saw someone when I was waiting for Nick to arrive. I saw someone arrive with a DoorDash bag, and I was like, "Interesting." The, there's the future of El Torito. They're they're on the DoorDash app. Very interesting. Go. But but it was it was it was hard to even get a parking spot out front. It was it was it was it it, it seemed like it was still people were still enjoying that yeah. place. Like we said, we heard three birthdays going on there. It's just it's just a class. It's one of those maybe classic 18th birthdays. <laughs> maybe there was a kid there with his mom and dad and no one else. Uh, but a cla- just a classic Mexican uh, style restaurant. It was it's I had a good I had a great time with two good friends. Oh, well, there wow. you go. That's well, nice. let, yeah, me there, too. there you go. Golden Plate Club for El Torito. Wow. Congratulations. Uh, Mitch has texted me the pic of him yeah. as a child model. Yeah, I've uh, seen this in his home. I've seen it in his home when I visited. <laughs> I, yeah, that's 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 really sad. You're, you look very dapper. You're wearing like a turtleneck. You've got a, a plaid vest and a nice little red blazer on top of it. I look similar to the, the, the child who comes back from the dead in, in, uh, in Pet Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that was our review of El Torito. It's time for our segment. It's our roundup of Thanksgiving snacks. Well, we've just got one snack. It's an Easter edition of Seasons Eatings. An Easter? Mama see. Okay, I copied the wrong thing. Let me take that again. <laughs> Easter? Hold on, let me take that again. Thanksgiving edition. You were? Did you read Easter? I copy pasted the wrong copy. Here's what, here's hold on a second. This. Hold on a second. We are leaving some of this in because that is insane. <laughs> I copy pasted the wrong thing. I didn't you, realize you it. You copy pasted Easter, Easter and, and then I just read Easter. it without thinking. Uh, we've got a Thanksgiving snack. It's a Thanksgiving edition <laughs> of Seasons Eatings. Uh, it's a much better copy paste. There's no. There's, this isn't even Thanksgiving music. <laughs> Well, that is the official theme song of Seasons Eatings, ah, okay. whatever time of year. Mamacita, Donde Esta, Santa Claus, right. as covered by the band Guster. Um, so here's what we've got. 
You song, we sent you far and wide to try and, and track down the 7-Eleven Thanksgiving chips, which you could not find. So we have a compromise. Yeah, you we, fucking failed. Wait. Well, hold on a second here. You song, I, I'm going to side with you song here. How many, how, how far and how, how many places did you song have to go? Poor you song. Say how many 7-Elevens you went to. I have at least talked to or visited at least like 10 or 10 7-Elevens and I was on their business wow. line for a while just Excessive. to see if. What do they pay you here? <laughs> he, gets, he gets college credit <laughs> I feel like I'm being used for bipartisan reasons Or I mean partisan re- Okay, yeah, I hope the chips are good um, you, went- you, song, you probably went to the fucking same 7-Eleven ten times You <laughs> <laughs> went to too many 7-Elevens I know there's a lot, so maybe you didn't have to go too far But uh, it, 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 what, I told him next you, time What did you just do the paper ro- towel roll? You, you pulled out like seven sheets You know what happened? I kind of unspooled it Yeah, what the fuck are I you doing? I didn't mean to do that, hold on I'm gonna grab one anyway okay. over here. Maybe that'll help. Um, these, you know, these look like a, a nondescript ordinary chips with some sort of seasoning. I'm gonna bite into them. Ooh, look at this one. Oh, you got a burned Ooh. one. Go off the mic, people with synesthesia. It shouldn't be chewing into the mic. Is that what it's called? I think so. Or, I is synesthesia? Is that the one? Wait, is that the one is where, that you the one can, where like, you can like taste colors or something? Yeah, I think you confuse your senses. Let's see, yeah, something like that. Like, yeah. So someone's like biting it, hearing us bite into a chip, and they're like seeing a buffalo. It's like they don't really. It's really? misophonia where you. Misophonia, yeah, that's the one. Okay. Um, these are these, these are, weird. are weird. They taste like giblet gravy. Like they they taste like a weird like bitter gravy. You know what, Mitch? Mm-hmm. I had some of your stuffing that you're going to be doing in the next episode. That's right. And I actually think. A fistful of these all crunched up might be just what your stuffing is missing. <laughs> <laughs> just crunch. This, this has that gravy flavor and, you know, that uh, that savoriness that we were wanting. Mm. Uh, weird. My, my stuffing is missing a little. Well, no spoilers, but it's missing a little something. You guys can find out on the Patreon on Tuesday, our mm-hmm. Doughboys Double episode, where we have a Thanksgiving cook-off. That's right. uh, I, I think these chips are pretty bad. I, like, I don't... I. It's just a weird, like, why would I have this over anything else? Just like, it, It's clearly a gimmick. It tastes like the aftertaste of gravy. If you've it eaten does. too much gravy and you, like, burp up gravy. Right. That's the taste. Yeah, the lingering, the lingering after. And that's effect. better. I like to burp up the gravy. Oh, God. <laughs> you do? It's fucking disgusting. It's repugnant. Time out. You drink gravy, you piece of shit. Well, not anymore. You drink gravy? <laughs> I, there was a time when I said gravy was my favorite food. I don't, I wasn't. You said uh, favorite drink. I wasn't did, did frequently drinking like, straight what, gravy, but I did a couple if, like, times. Ramen or soup is better, or something like that. I, I asked if ramen, and it's, people got so mad at me, and it made more sense than people. You, I mean, Nick, you I'm got, still not you, on your side. It is like if you say like it's like what's better, like Citizen Kane or movies. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, he he's, that's the problem. Here, here were Mitch's categories: they were soup, chowder, ramen, and pho. One encompasses all the others. I know so that, soup I, is the best of them all. I, 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 know, I know that soup does encompass all of it, but I, I, I'm thinking like American soups. So like you get, what? You're going to put tomato soup and chicken noodle soup and all that shit in there. Are you just talking about like Campbell's? Do you want to just say Campbell's soup? Yeah. I, look, pho is... Campbell's whole line of soups let's, or pho or... Let's not relitigate this. Would you say chicken pho? Yeah, I'm just trying pho? to do stuff that the people on the subreddit... Yeah, you asshole. I'm trying to bring back the stuff that everybody loves. See, I'm just like all you guys on the subreddit. I know all this shit. Would you say that chicken pho is different from chicken soup? 
I'd say yes. I wouldn't call. Well, I think I would it, say it is a chicken. It is a soup. chicken soup. When I hear chicken soup in my mm. head, it makes me think of a chicken noodle soup. Yeah, because of you that's got what I was, what I was you, talking about. But you about. would be wrong. That yes. would be bring, that would you'd be bringing your assumptions to right, it. Right. Right. Yeah. So hey, maybe we're all wrong here. <laughs> um, these the chips uh, are not good. The chips are very bad. Yeah. Speaking of wrong, these these chips are wrong. This this is terrible. Uh, this is a this is a hard whack for me. Yeah. It's a whack uh, for me as well. Yeah, hard whack. It's a hard whack. It's going to be a hard whack of tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Hard whack. It's like masturbating to Passion of the Christ. (laughs) High degree of difficulty. Too difficult? (laughs) Well, you know, there's all those games. There's the games where it's like, don't nut or whatever. That's a hard whack. That's a very hard whack. Do you know there was a game I played? You know what? I mentioned my godfather's son. Uh, I shouldn't say this story. All right. All right. Good. Let's move along then. Just imagine something really weird. Um, <laughs> we, used to play, we used to play this game called Cookie and My Penis, and that and that's all. That's all. That's what it was about. Okay. Okay. Well, then what is the story? <laughs> You'd sing a song about like a cookie on your penis, and whoever could put the craziest thing on your penis. I don't know. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have brought up the story in the first. Do you place. eat the cookie? <laughs> no. You know, a lot of people ask me. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of you've told a lot of people about this, uh, and I mean, in hindsight, it is weird. Neil, this is just a theoretical. This is a thing you're talking about doing, though. You don't actually do. Oh, no, no, we would actually do it. It was when I was a kid. But what did you do? I come out with a cookie on my penis. It was funny as a boy, and then you could see if someone could top the other person with something else on their penis. Yeah, like balanced on it with an with like. Did you have a you know an, an erection? No. Are you are you a, do you have it you know on your you're balancing it on your flaccid I remember thing. I did fl- How do you do it even on yeah, your You hold it against it. Are you it. folding it in under the, the foreskin? Oh. You hold it against it. <laughs> you're holding it against it. Okay. Oh, you're just holding like you're it. You're covering on. it up. You're covering your penis. I did fly swatter. I shouldn't have told this story. It's very weird. It is it's super really weird. weird. It's like, was this one of your uh, uh, was this a runway show that you were having to do this on? <laughs> Neil, we'll have Neil Colin. He'll explain Cookie and My yeah. Penis. He's going to be sure mortified. He will. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'll take a. This will make a lot of sense coming very soon. He's probably like a pediatrician now or something. Has <laughs> like an actual job. He owns the fat cat. Oh, he owns the fat cat. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, uh, that was our segment. Just like a restaurant buyer feedback. Let's open up the feedback. We have a voicemail this week. Let's take a listen to this one right here. Hi, Doughboys. This is Joanne. I'm originally from Massachusetts, but about a year and a half ago, I moved to West Virginia, and I had never heard of their really popular regional food, the pepperoni roll, which Mm. in its traditional form is pepperoni in dough. Um, It was a coal miner food. They used it as something that wouldn't spoil. They could eat underground. And now it comes in all sorts of ways. The traditional way, uh, my favorite so far, though, has been pepperoni, cheese, and sriracha. So my question is, what regional foods, maybe very specific regional foods, have you been introduced to that you've really enjoyed? Uh, thanks for the question, Joanne. I actually got up. I, I got a uh, a picture of a pepperoni roll here. If you guys want to take a look at it, yes, of course we'd like to see it. It's sort oh, of a, it good. sort of looks like a Stromboli or a uh, or a hot even just a hot yeah. pocket, but just with a softer mm. dough on the calzone. Outside. Little calzone. Like a calzone. That's a that's yeah. that's a better description. Mini calzone. And it looks like it comes in a bag. And I, I assume you eat it. I assume you just eat it room temp. And you can eat mm. that thing underground. Yeah, I guess so. I guess miners will take it down there. (laughs) That's what she was saying. Uh, It does sound... It's cool, actually. Yeah, it actually looks good. A regional food, eh? Yeah, Yeah, the region-specific things I think of... uh, This made me think of 
first in the in the Italian sort of area, Italian American fair area. Uh, Missouri, I, I think specifically St. Louis, has these toasted raviolis, mm. which are like deep fried and breaded. Uh, they're exactly what they sound like: deep fried and breaded raviolis. Um, and they they are indulgent. They are no. super duper like heavy, but yeah. they are so good. Jack in the Box had a version for a while as an, as a, a, a and and as a side. And man, they were so you talk about good. those a lot. You love they those. They were Jack- so so good. Wow. Uh, they were delicious. I couldn't believe they they took them off the menu. Um, and the other one is uh, New Mexico green chili. I think is just like their the way they do their their green chili stew. There is just is just really really good. I've tried to make it myself and and have done an okay job, but it, it does not compare to what they can Sounds execute like you down there. It up pretty bad. Yeah, I fucked it up. All right. <laughs> I tried my best, but I'm not. I'm not a New Mexico native, and I'm not that great of a cook. Hmm. You, you know, you know, you know what? Where's the Juicy Lucy from? Oh, the jo- Juicy Lucy is min- Minneapolis. I, or, the I Juicy mean, Lucy's pretty. I'm good. sorry, that's a good one. People get mad at me. It, well, it's Minnesota. Minnesota, the Twin Cities. I guess is it. Is it more of a one St. of the Paul twins. thing? I don't know. I, I feel like people might get mad one way or the other. Hey, there's there's two in, bars that claim. Add it on to the Star Wars thing. The Rogue One names. <laughs> if you know where the Juicy Lucy is from, tag it in there. There's, as well, there's two Same bars. Hashtag. There's two bars that have claimed to made the Juicy Lucy. And it's a, it's a hamburger that they've put cheddar in the middle of the patty. Mm-hmm. So right. uh, it explodes with the, the flavor of cheddar. I've been to both of them. I went with Wu-Tang when we went to the Super Bowl. We went to the uh, the other... I, w- I went to the Juicy Lucy place that I hadn't tried. It's there, it's great. It's great. It it's is good. It's a great It's a great burger. The cheese sometimes explodes. I, when I was in the airport in Minneapolis, I got a Juicy Lucy. The cheese exploded all over my sweatshirt. Uh, it was disgusting. Yeah. Looked, oh, man. It looked like a slob. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you sure it was not cheese from before? <laughs> are you are you certain it was the Juicy Lucy? <laughs> I'm sixty percent sure it was Juicy Lucy cheese. Uh, Mitch, do you have any uh, any hyper regional uh, favorites? Come on, Regina's Wager? Pizza yeah. or some shit like <laughs> Regina's Chuftins. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Emma, you can help me out here. We're talking Northeast. We're going to talk about Boston specifics. Look, first of all, I've talked about a gobbler on here for the gobbler sandwich, which isn't really specific because it's a Thanksgiving sandwich. But Boston just did it. Boston, uh, there used to be a great gobbler sandwich in Quincy. It's I wonder out. where that got invented. Montclair Deli. It, turkey, the uh, stuffing, uh, cranberry sauce, and yeah. mayo. That, that to me, is the, mm. the gobbler. If you on, get a on, well-executed on. one, it's quite good. Um, and then, obviously, lobster rolls. We got we got fried clams. We got a lot of stuff like that. Well, seafood. yeah, seafood in New England in general. I don't mm. know if that's necessarily regional. I don't I mean, know if it's regional. Everywhere, but what like, is like a regional bo- like what is like a purely regional Boston thing that's not outside of Boston? The beans, of course. The Boston beans, <laughs> like the candy. Uh, yeah, the be- yeah the, those <laughs> shitty. Candy, yeah. That either Hanford or Tim Calpacas used to get me those every time they went to Boston. They sucked. They're, They're like so so gross. <laughs> even look like shit. They look like shit. I mean, deep dish pizza in Chicago. They got the uh, the Al's beef or whatever when I was there. A Chicago dog specifically. Oh yeah, you a know sh- what? A Chicago know. dog is pretty good. Yeah, yeah Chicago dogs are good. I like that sport pepper that's on there. I like that neon relish. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get a well executed Chicago dog. It's it's a treat. Uh, I don't know fried conch down in uh in in Florida. I'm, Ooh. I'm trying to think. Of, and then there's 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 plenty of. New Orleans food that's specific, Nick. We had some together, I feel like. That alligator cheesecake down there, though. I think that was mm-hmm. more of a dish unique to that one restaurant. Um, okay. Hey, let, let us know your uh, let us know your, your regional faves. Uh, hashtag, uh, don't you know I'm local? 
Oh my god okay. Throw them in there And if you have a question oh. Or comment about the World of Chain Restaurants You can email us at Doughboyspodcast at gmail.com I, email, I, I texted Neil about Cookie on my penis He hasn't responded <laughs> Maybe he never will Respond to you again He might not ever talk to me <laughs> uh, Neil you can call our, our, our Doughboys hotline Let us know at The, the Doughboys <laughs> delivery line Our what voicemail What was the full rules Of the, the, the cookie penis game <laughs> 830-GO-DOUGH That's 830-463-6844 And to get the Doughboys Double right, you know what? Maybe, we, episode, maybe we did eat the cookie Join the, join the <laughs> that's a big I mean that's a big twist You eat the cookie And find out what's behind it <laughs> You can eat the cookie But you can't use your hands <laughs> uh, Nick Spiger is going to win that game <laughs> uh, Join the golden or platinum plate club To get the Doughboys double At patreon.com Slash Doughboys An extra episode every week Jack Allison you got to come friend. back sooner, our good friend. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, he doesn't uh, want to come back sooner. No, I, you know, this is oh, really? to do. It's, oh, it right. is, my, I am getting itchy. I'm starting to be itchy from oh. being in the uh, apartment. But right. I'm nice, and I'm nice to people, and so you it's are, normal are, for me to come on a talk on a podcast like this. You are a nice. I'm a normal person. guy. You have. I mean, you have to accept that you may. Jack may directly say to you that yeah. he did not like a sketch that you wrote <laughs> because he found it preachy. But if you understand that that's part of who he is. What? Who cares? You who can cares? say it to yeah, me. Exactly. Tell me anything Anything I've ever done for the Kimmel show, aside from the ghost thing or any show I've ever done, if you're like, that's not that good, I'd be like, well, look. Maybe he's right. I don't know. Yeah, give Jack some feedback. <laughs> yeah, give me um, some feedback. But uh, what, I know you got a. I know struggle session. Your, yes. uh, your great podcast yes. uh, has a has a uh, a live show coming. We up. are doing a live show. It's on uh, Monday, November nineteenth, twenty eighteen. So it's mm. this this November. Wow. Uh, right up. This is going to be at the Resident in downtown LA. It's our first uh, live show. Leslie, who doesn't even live in LA, uh, Leslie the third, our uh, co-host, is coming out from Virginia. Uh, it's going to be a great show. It's our first live show and. Uh, uh, should be a lot of fun. We have Sara June, uh, 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 who's a great stand-up, opening for us. And uh, you know, if you're if you live in the LA area, why not come to uh, the Resident on November nineteenth, twenty eighteen? You can go to uh, uh, I think it's at bit.ly/seshla is a nice link, an easy one to go to, or you just Google the Resident Struggle Session on Google. Hell yeah, check, it. check that out. Hey, and I love Jackie. Jackie Boy is one of my favorites. I love to have him back. Uh, update Neil did text me He said Oh god I would describe it as creepy That's all he said <laughs> <laughs> Me too Just from what I know about it Yeah, I, yeah It sounds, seems fair Illegal Perhaps <laughs> That'll do it for this episode Of Doughboys Until next time For the Spoonman Mike Mitchell I'm Nick Weicker Happy eating See ya Hey Spoon Nation And Burger Brigade Catch the Doughboys live Before the end of 2018 Mitch and I will be in San Diego November 30th, Brea December 5th, and Phoenix on December 13th. For tickets and info, go to headgum.com slash live. Don't make us perform for no one. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>